I know the DJ. Do you? Welcome to episode 27 of But I Know the DJ, a podcast discussing all things DJing, music, nightlife, business, and pop culture through the unfiltered opinions of host Snacks. Give me Snacks, baby. AKA Snacks Russo, powered by Dope Entertainment and our sponsor, Anchor. Usually I shout out our black owned business of the week, but we're doing something a bit different this time. I want to direct y'all to Arabs Against Oppression, a multicultural nonprofit community organization with the mission of building community and empowering individuals to advocate for social equity. They are currently accepting donations. Check them out at ArabsAgainst.org. Now I want to introduce our guest for today's episode, co-host yeah. of It's Not That Serious podcast, former creative director of Listen Up Clothing, chair of community partnership and engagement of Arabs Against Oppression. We welcome Yubi Abdurrahman. Welcome. What's going on, D? What's, What's up, going baby? on, G, man? I'm chilling, man. Thank you for having me. Bro. Of course, it's man. It's been a while. It's been such a long time, know, bro. Man. I'm trying to think of the last time I saw you, man. Probably realistically in line to try to get into a club and i was saying <laughs> the exact words but i know the dj that's why i find man. the line so like, <laughs> hilarious man it's a beautiful title man. Well, well, thank you man um well what i loved about seeing you at clubs and stuff was like you're so turned up and and yeah. you know because you're muslim like yeah you, I don't, you don't you don't need a drink or anything <laughs> nah, like that like nah. and, and i think uh especially this day and age like people do really do get lost in that and in that concept especially sure. with going out in nightlife and and I, you know, it becomes almost anonymous, right? Yeah. Um, and then even beyond that, business-wise, bottle life culture, yeah. trying to get, you know, uh, as many bottles out the door, X, Y, Z. Um, did you feel that it was difficult to go out as like a not young at man? All. Not at all, man. For, for me, like growing up in my environment is just like I was always around turnt people, very like, mm -hmm. you know, extroverted people who are just all about just sort of having fun and having a good time where... It's just like when sort of I got to the age where people around me were starting to drink. I'm just like, you know, I I know religiously that's like not my, you know, prerogative or whatever. So mm -hmm. I'm going to just make the most out of my own situation, make sure that I'm still comfortable doing me. Like, I'm not going to try to fake who I am. That's something I knew for a while. And that's something that I've been coming back to a lot the last year or so, especially the pandemic, because it just forced so many people to just have to like deal with themselves which that shit's hard man mm. looking yourself in the mirror and saying like like who are you type deal that's a very hard discussion to have with the self yeah you know what i mean and you know i'm glad that that's one thing in my life that i never had to like thoroughly question or whatever mm -hmm. and i think uh just uh muslims and just like islam in general very misunderstood concepts uh especially uh in the united states yeah. um you know are there kind of difficulties that you've had just growing up? Um, I, I I would say that you don't necessarily look like what most would say is a stereotypical yeah. Muslim, right? Unless I'm like unless I'm like in Philly or something. Like, oh really? Homie, homie look Muslim. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> man. Philly's all black Muslims or whatever. Oh really? Um, yeah, Philly's crazy. I've never been in Philly, but that's just sort of like that's what's like the known, thing. Yeah, what's yeah, known yeah. about Philly. But um, growing up Muslim, I feel like the misconceptions around it are just like. I feel like a lot of people, especially here in the Northeast, used to sort of, you know, post 9-11 associated as something violent or something mm -hmm, like that. But mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of people are just getting away from that right now, recognizing that, you know, 9-11 world created this whole propaganda against what Islam is mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. what it isn't. But, you know, I think the last few years, you know, things have really turned around in that regard. And 
for the most part, I feel like Muslims today are getting a better image, especially in the media. But of course, like that rhetoric still exists amongst especially more, I don't want to say necessarily conservative groups, although it is more conservative groups, but um, that rhetoric of like Islam being bad, Islam being too Eastern, that, that, that definitely still exists, but I don't think it's too prominent here where like we live. Mm-hmm. And there's um, multiple uh, celebrities and public figures who've, um, you know, become Muslim or Kyrie. Shout out Kyrie. <laughs> um, and and even in hip hop, it's sure. happened. Um, sure. You know, uh, what are some? Can you name? I'm. You can probably name them better than I am. Like from prominent when you, celebrities when you or artists. Think like Muslim rappers, bro. You think of like the greats too. Like you yeah, think yeah, Nas. You yep. think Raekwon. You think Lupe Fiasco. You think all. Like I, I can just go on and on about who these great like Muslim rappers are or whatever. But, um. When it comes to, I feel like another misconception of Islam is like it's a very new idea in the United States where, in fact, there was Muslim slaves. Mm. slaves talk who talk were, about it, yeah. Yeah, there were slaves coming from like the slave ships or whatever who were forced out of Islam by like their slave masters and all that. But the idea of Islam in America, this isn't something new. This is something that dates back to, you know, the 1400s. Like there's this really good memoir that you should check out. I forget what his name is. I think it's almost been Said where he's the first written autobiography account of a slave Muslim living in North Carolina, wow. Fayetteville, like where J. Cole's from type mm. shit. Um, and he's just like writing in Arabic and how pretty much he was able to free himself because of that. Like he was a runaway slave type deal. And like they were, you know, his slave masters were just genuinely interested in, in him. And like there are some accounts that he ended up converting to Christianity just to sort of protect himself because of how mm. violent like slave masters were. But you know, we have to sort of go away from the idea that Islam is, you know, very foreign to America when, in fact, Islam is as old as America is here in the States. Mm. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah. And um, we're in the midst of Ramadan as well. For sure. Um, just right now, just 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 offered you a uh, <laughs> bottle of water like an idiot. Declined it, declined it. <laughs> yeah. He was just and he gave me that st- like that very basic answer. Not even water. Like you don't understand how many times <laughs> I hear that a day, bro. Like not even water. Yeah. I mean, it's it's. I mean, it's just because it's difficult, right? Uh, yeah. And I mean, but are, you're used to it. Yeah, it's supposed it every- to be a struggle, man. Like, yeah. when you think of what Islam is, you think of the word jihad, which, of course, has such a negative reputation to it mm. now, post 9-11 in America. Mm. But jihad literally means to struggle. And the best of all struggles in Islam is jihad enough, the jihad of within, sort of just having to deal with yourself and confront yourself with certain things. And, you know, fasting is just one of those things where it's just like you sort of need to you know, abstain from food, abstain from, you know, water, drink, whatever, abstain from, like, sex, abstain from smoking, like, that, that's not easy, those are things that people literally, like, need to survive, like, when you think somebody who's a cigarette smoker, that's something they do consistently, because that's, like, a bodily need at this point, yeah, and they're asked to abstain from that behavior from sunup to sundown for 30 straight days, you know what I mean, it's not easy in that regard, where it's just, like, you're supposed to struggle with it, but there's beauty in the struggle, as you know. Yeah, 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 absolutely, what's, been the hardest thing for you to abstain does it change does it does it change year to year does, like has it changed as you've grown I'm up to, into a man? Right now, <laughs> like i'm a big dude man i gotta get my calories in um but food i say food and water is probably the hardest thing i work in like you know coffee and hospitalities or whatever right now so coffee's for sure that's probably the biggest thing that i miss like you don't understand if i was to only have one thing for the rest of my life it would probably be like an iced latte with oat milk really for sure Wow. For sure, man. I don't drink coffee at all, so to me, I'm like, what? yeah, I'm not. A, I drink just ice water in the morning. Ice water. I mean, that gets your metabolism going, though. That's good. Well, I mean, for me, it's like, uh, 
Well, one, it's enough for me. Like an ice water when you first wake up and you feel like trickle down your yeah, like yeah, your yeah, that uh, feel. like that's it, figures, it's yeah, like yeah. I'm like oh like I'm I'm awake yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. what I need that's the jump start mm-hmm. and like coffee kind of freaks me out in a weird way where like I, and I think it's just the whole like Starbucks culture. Or oh, like Starbucks is ass. But, but what I mean is like as a teenager seeing all these people like get the giant cups and be like, oh, yeah. like I need this. And like and especially once I got into like corporate world where like I would hear a lot of, uh, oh, sorry, like I'm being a bitch at 9 a.m. I haven't had my coffee. Yeah. And I'm like, no, you're just a bitch. Like, <laughs> you <laughs> and know, that, and that's facts, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it's, it, okay. I just would see these things and I'm like, these are less like you're using a, a drink to excuse behavior and, and and that can even go to alcohol as well when people For are like sure. oh one it was alcohol you know what i mean yeah and and i find myself saying that sometimes and i'm like oh i gotta be better than that um but shit like that where i'm like uh and, and it's extra calories i don't need extra money i don't need to be yeah. spending as what well you, coffee doesn't have any calories bro when well black coffee yeah but just drink a shot of espresso bro it's gonna change your life well i promise so, yeah <laughs> but like but like i said like starbucks culture is like sure. the fucking lattes with, with the, the hella, whatever hella sugar yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. That. yeah that's no yeah. good man like we definitely need to go away from that as a culture i think like starbucks in general bro like the one thing i say even though i work in corporate coffee i don't want to talk about it <laughs> <laughs> but like <laughs> but like starbucks in itself it's like Starbucks is huge, man. Like yeah. we take it, we t- like me and you were talking about it now, but it's just like Starbucks is huge, man. Mm-hmm. Like they demand so much money, where they're offering such a lower quality product, and then just in, you straight up, it doesn't taste that good relative to sort of what the competition sort of provides. Like if you go to a local coffee shop, get yourself like a nice hot coffee, like Cafe Ole or something like that, then I'm, I promise you, you'll you'll have such a good experience with it. Be- for me, like, where I am, it's just, like, I love coffee for taste. Like, I can distinguish, like, good-tasting coffee and mm. bad-tasting coffee. So, for me, it's, I don't know. It's, like, I'm very anal about coffee at this point. This is, like, I mean, it's the same thing as, like, uh, when people are into beer and stuff like that. Are you yeah. that intense? Is it like that? I'd say so. I'd say so. I can't, I don't I don't know anybody who's, like, super into beer. I, first of all, beer disgusts me, the whole idea of it. Like, it smells <laughs> nasty. I remember going to Red Sox games and just smelling it and just wanting to puke. It's, like, it's, it's, uh, I mean, I'm not a big beer guy either. Like, I'm a... Like if I drink You're a cacti beer, guy. Yo, that shit yo, yo, <laughs> you know what's actually crazy? Story. Yo, you know what's actually crazy? So so uh you know, reading about it and hearing things like seeing TikToks about cacti, like everyone, yeah. you know, talking about how gross it is. And I was like, I, I'm sure it's not that bad, but I'm also sure I wouldn't be surprised if it sucked. Like yeah. when it's a, just this crazy marketing thing. Yeah. Um and then I had it and it's not that much different than like every other seltzer. There is something different and it's obviously the agave part of it. Yeah. Um but I was like, I don't get what how people can say it's disgusting and then when i posted it people were like responding to me being like oh it's so fucking gross like how do you like it and i'm like dude it's the, it tastes is it like a sweet drink uh because it's agave agave is a sweet yeah drink, so so how do i explain this like it's not sweet in the sense that it's like a like a cocktail or or a juice it's not like that at all but um like like I had the pineapple one and it was definitely like like when you when I when I opened it and smelled it I was like this smells like pineapple candy, you know what I mean? Like it very much came. It was very upfront, um, and definitely tasted like pineapple. Like no question. Um, I had the lime one too, but that was very neutral. Yeah, being a seltzer and agave and everything, um, but like no part of me was like this is gross. Like and I was like I don't get why people are bugging. When so I much think about agave, it. I think like a syrupy type flavor. Yep. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just like to me, it's like I imagine like getting like an iced coffee and just like hella pumps of like yeah. caramel well syrup I, yeah i was like looking that. into it apparently it's only like like a gram of agave like apparently it's like barely any i gotta agave. figure out what exactly agave is it's um <laughs> it's it's it comes from a plant right yeah so it's um like good tequila comes from agave mm. um 
Let me look this up because I'm not gonna just be cap all on this shit. You know? <laughs> um, agave nectar. What is agave? The agave plant is native to the southern United States and Latin America. So it's a plant. That's all I needed to know. Yeah, go believe to have medicinal properties. Its sap uh, was also boiled to produce a sweetener. The sugars in agave are fermented to make tequila. Okay, so that sounds about right. I think I was watching yeah. some video. Uh, I just randomly stumbled upon it on just like them creating Patron. Like I yeah, didn't yeah. realize every single bottle is handmade. Patron's ass though. Really? Yeah, it sucks. Patron, <laughs> Patron's ass, no? George? Yeah, yeah like I mean, well, I mean, and the <laughs> thing about and and the th- and the thing about alcohol in general, it's like like there's these crazy waves of like what's popping. Like I remember the weekend where clubs started stopped. Uh, serving Patron and replaced it with um, with uh, Don Julio. I remember the weekend where it happens. Like, <laughs> That's a crazy memory. Yeah, it, like, but because because I remember people were talking about like I remember the bottle girls were like tell, talking to the owners and being like, "Why are you still serving Patron? No one wants to drink Patron anymore. It's all about that Don Julio now." I'm wow. Like, and I was like, "What? You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, That's, That's so crazy. stupid." And, and then I thought about it, and I was like, "There must have been a point where, oh yeah, like like I remember when um they tried pushing Duce like crazy." And then, but no one was ordering it. So then they just went back to Henny. Like yeah. there's just these things that like there's waves and like, you know, 1942 becomes popping and now everyone wants to get 1942. So now you got to help like, the buyer and what, stuff. Like what exactly? Cause I remember like, you know, like Joe Budden podcast, he has like his squad and Rory. He does. Yeah. Like, Rory, he used yeah. to do like the Henny Palooza and then they stopped yeah, yeah. doing that and replaced it with like, do say Palooza. Yeah. And like, I, I would, I don't know the difference between the two. I know do is obviously Jay Z's brand. Yeah. Whatever, yeah. But, in Which terms. I think is the ultimate reason of the the festival itself. Yeah. Of the change. But yeah, they're both cognacs. Um have you tasted both? Yeah, yeah. I don't remember the last time I had Duce, to be honest. Um like I've never personally bought it. Yeah. Um, but I've had it. Um and it's the same thing with like Remy too. Like Remy's also a cognac. Um I have no clue and, Remy. And uh Remy Martin. Oh, I th- okay. Seventeen thirty eight. Okay, that that's that. What's his name? Then go with the one eye. What's his yeah, name? Fetty Wap. Oh, yeah, Fetty Wap. Yeah. So seventeen thirty. So seventeen thirty eight is yeah. like the nineteen forty two of like the Don Julio. It's, it's all stupid shit. But they're all cognacs, and like technically are supposed to be the same thing. But you know, they get made different ways or whatever, whatever different branding and all that stuff. And at the end of the day, like I'm sure if you gave me three glasses of Hennessy, Ducey, and Remy, would I be able to tell the difference? I don't know. Yeah, um, but should do it. It's a good experience. I should, yeah, I should do it. Um, I, I think it's funny, like just speaking in terms of like the marketing of it all, where it's just like me, somebody who doesn't drink alcohol, I right. still know. Yeah, them, you know what I mean. That yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot about sort of how they're able to sort of push their sort of I don't want to say agenda, but it's like their marketing campaign onto mm-hmm. like such a large sort of demographic. Like, yeah, how, like how exactly are they doing that? They're doing it through like events like Duce Palooza, where it's just like, sure, I'm not drinking, so or whatever, smart, but it's just like, yeah. I, I'm part of like that sort of culture that sort yes, of enjoys absolutely. that. Or absolutely. Yeah. No. And Disabilities is a great example of that. And I love when, because at the end of the day, like, I mean, Jay-Z is behind that, but there's also, he's also surrounded by a bunch of white guys. That's like for helping, sure. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But for them to still be able to get into the culture where they know that's the demographic that is going to put the most dollars into mm-hmm. Duce, yeah. to Cognac, like it's genius. And, and every year, every event they've, I, I remember fought, like following them since like five years ago when yeah. they still were just doing like Webster hall and like, and then they did like, the Barclay Center, like yeah. last year, I think, or something. Like it's just been growing like crazy. Yeah, we had um, Rob, uh, who is the key account manager for Team Hennessy of Boston on the show a few oh, weeks wow. ago, and so obviously we talked, you know, and he's black man, like uh, started, uh, you know, his career started as like a, just a promoter in Boston, and then is now like this 
corporate guy. Like when he Crazy. walks in this, when he walks in the spot, you're like, oh, that's Hennessy Rob. Like, oh, it's you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Everyone calls him <laughs> Hennessy Rob. Yeah. So I just did. I was just at Savor. I don't know if you know Savor on. I think on Lincoln, Lincoln Street, uh, black owned like lounge spot. I just DJ there last Friday, and he texted me. He's like, I'm gonna come through, and I'm like, oh, Hennessy Rob's coming through. Oh, um, and he pulls up and like just with his like, I think he had like he probably had like a. Uh, a Rockefeller hat and we just like whatever and like, like no, no you can't do that you can't be team Hennessy I, 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 I forgot what he, but, he, <laughs> but, he, but he was in like a, a fitted and yeah, like yeah. A, in like a, a sweatsuit like it's just like that's just the vibe you know because sure. it, it's either that or he's in a suit or he's in a suit and tie corporate suit yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's just in the corner and like I look over and it's just Henny bottle on hand like oh like it's, it's like his thing and like we were talking about you know because you know it being uh, I feel like if you ask certain people, you'd be like, oh, Hennessy, they'd be like, Hennessy's a hood drink. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But then if you ask another group of people, they'd be like, no, 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 it's like, you drink it on ice. Like, like he was saying, like, you never let a, Henne a Hennessy bottle uh, touch the floor. Really? Was, some was something he said. He was like, you never put Hennessy in, in a red solo. Like, he flipped my, like, like I was like, I'm doing this shit all wrong. Like I was like, I need, I need to get five suits. But like, it's, it's <laughs> not even saying? that you're doing it all wrong. It's just that he's presenting the brand Correct. to you in a certain way, which Correct. makes you completely rethink. That yeah, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, like I was, I'm, I'm gonna send you the episode. But I was just sitting here and I was just like, oh my god, like I, I'm doing all this wrong. Like, yeah. like he was just like, and and you know, he's a very put together, like nicest guy in the world, um, and. It sounds yeah. he sounds hella corporate to me. Just well, what thing, which like, is good. I, I, yeah, I, yeah, I'm corporate too. Like, I feel <laughs> well, the cool thing about him was like he was able to really just like get into the explanation of what their agenda is. To your point mm -hmm. earlier, like you know why why did they choose him? Yeah, you know because when he got the job, he was you know a promoter in Boston. Like he was a popping promoter, but like they chose him because he's in with the demographic already. Yeah. Same thing as Palooza, but on an ind individual level. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so being able to talk to him about that and then, you know, they've been doing a lot of, um, uh, like in the last year, uh, a lot of like dinners where they, uh, highlight a person like, like a hero among us type thing. Mm -hmm. And they do like a, like a privileged toast, which is like one of the Hennessy things. They, g they give them like an engraved bottle and it's this whole dinner to like, to like, uh, you know, all, all uh, pe uh, people of color. Like, so, you know, to be able to attach Hennessy to that is, I think goes a long way. As somebody who drinks alcohol, I feel like you're the right person to ask. Cause I've just been seeing this thing a lot, like that Tesla bottle. Oh like, yeah. 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 It's, I mean, it looks dope. It's it, it, <laughs> Yeah. So, so, so I, I, I I'm not gonna lie. I am the right person to ask this uh, because <laughs> I I have a I have like a, my little bar set up at the crib, and half the bottles like I don't drink at all, but they they just look fucking cool. Like yeah. I I really want that Tesla tequila. Yeah. Um. But and 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 it, I'm not this deep in it, and I'm not gonna pretend like I am. But there's something to say about like kind of how you about coffee or someone about beer. Like if you get into liquor and like know how to mix them because they make certain things or like the aging of them and all that stuff. And then even the craftsmanship of the bottles, like that's something I've been getting into as I got older, like God money and stuff like that. Sure. Um, and some of the shit, like I just have just cause like, I like, cool. I like to get, it looks fucking cool. That's how I am with sneakers, bro. 100%. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. I, I Great point. I, I'm holding like a pair of sneakers in my hand and I'm just like appreciating the leather or whatever. But if somebody else sees them, it's just like, Dude, they're just a pair of fucking shoes. It's like, no, there's so much more to that. There's yeah, storytelling yeah, yeah, behind yeah, yeah. it. Like, I, there's an actual craft that went into this. Yeah, and I think you can make that argument for so many things, for right? Sure. Like everyone has their thing or their hobby or whatever. Um, that's actually, I would love to talk about sneakers. Um, you know, I think the Boston sneaker game has gone through like very weird waves, hills and valleys. For sure. Um, I was crazy into it. Like, 
probably like 09 to 13 maybe i think 09 was the year was a where peak year i think 09 was the year so many boston kids got into it i feel like but it was i think it was because of the marriage of the street culture and social media you think so like the facebook sneaker pages <laughs> Yeah, I'm still part of those, man. Uh, yeah, I am too. And I'll <laughs> randomly get notification. And I'm like, oh, y'all are whack. Like, I, like, nah, no, true, in a different man. way. No, no, no. In a different <laughs> way because, in a different way because of what it used to, what I know it used to be. Yeah. Because now it's like, now it's because now it's the reseller shit. It is the reseller. You see what I'm it saying? It used to be a lot for the love of the game. Yes. Man, for yes, sure. Yes. Um, and, you know, that's a great, great point that you bring up. Like, I think back to sort of where my origins are in terms of sneakers. I think back to. Being in sixth grade, I went to the Martin Luther King School for sixth grade before I went to BLA. Word. And <clears throat> just sort of seeing, like, how, like, my I remember my first day of sixth grade, I was wearing Heelys. Damn. Niggas clowned me. I was, you know, I wasn't <laughs> even cool enough to wear to have Heelys. Like, I was, like, below that. The thing is, I had them, but I didn't know how to do the skate thing. I literally just oh, had, so I, <laughs> <in> my, <laughs> she just has some shoes with some wheels I on has, them. Imagine <laughs> not having Heelys for clout, bro. Think about that. <laughs> Like, this is, like, fifth grade going to sixth grade. My mom didn't even buy me no shoes or anything. But they clowned me the first day of sixth grade. And then, like, I remember having to, like, my my older sister had a pair of Dub Zeros. You remember Dub Zeros? Oh, right? yeah. Cla- Hood had, Classic. Hood Classic, for yeah. sure. And they were about half a size too small on me. But, like, I still wore them anyways because it was just, like, I can't be getting roasted while I'm at school or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, who knows? Like, my whole, like, sneakerheadism sort of fade might be, like, a result of some trauma. <laughs> I guess if you look at it that way, now that, like I'm just not like putting this into words right now, but but ju- just since then, bro, like having to wear different, like looking into like what people are wearing on their shoes and just like educating myself on sort of mm-hmm. what the sneaker game really is. Like I remember in seventh grade, eighth grade, middle school, really, just being s- surrounded with a bunch of people that were into shoes, and it just made me like want to wear shoes. Like I remember mm-hmm. like camping out for a pair of six rings. For six rings for six rings. Which bro, ones? It was the Concord pair, bro. Oh like, yeah, those, those were when, hot. when those they came hot. out, bro. Yeah, those, those were crazy. crazy. Those now I look crazy. back at them, it's just like, why the hell would anybody wear these? You know. What well, I mean? now like six rings are like extinct. Like no, if you I bring mean, out a pair of six rings, it's like whoa. Like, yeah, it was it's like, like a fossil. <laughs> yeah, 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 honestly. Yeah, right? yeah. And then just sort of like just growing from there. And I remember my first pair of Dunks was in middle school, bro. Like, and then just sort of going into high school, I went to a private high school, El Nour Academy. It was, a, it was an Islamic school, so it was all Muslims. Or oh, word. They, had, they didn't know nothing about shoes, so it was just mm-hmm. like going from an environment where it was just like everybody's sort of competing with like heat on their feet. It was like an untalked about competition. Especially sort of. in BLA, like Especially the, the culture BLA. there was, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was sort of untalked about. Now going to like a school where it's just like niggas is wearing like Reeboks, Reebok Classics or whatever. So mm. it's just like, dang, I'm like top dog right now. That's yeah, sort yeah, of yeah. like the mental mm. state that I was in with it. So it's just like I made it a point to like always bring out some like heat or whatever whenever I could, whenever we didn't have to wear a uniform or whatever, which we had to wear a uniform a lot. And just sort of from there, just buying, selling, and trading. Because as you said before, like this is the first time in my life the last few years where it's just like I have – Money. Stable money, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So I can disposable actually income. Disp- oh, disposable income, <laughs> so clutch, bro. <laughs> Too much to dispose of. At that. Um, first time in my life, like I can buy a pair of sneakers and like keep it instead of having to sell it or trade it or something like that because I want like the next hot thing. Like, yeah, I had some heat in high school, bro. I had some heat, man, that I had to get rid of. I had a pair of blue lobsters, man. I had a pair of red oh, lobsters, shit. man. Yeah, 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 and like you and I. The prices I sold them for was like sub two hundred dollars, bro. Yeah, I had uh, shoes going for like two, three racks now. I had the original Raging Bull fives, the red, the red suede, the red suede joints, and I just came back out. That just came back out. But thing is, those are like 
to me, I mean, they're like legendary fives. For sure, like, bro. Like, that pack was crazy. Crazy, yeah, yeah. Stupid. I only had half, like, I couldn't afford both. Yeah, yeah. You know, but I was like, I was like, oh, I need the red joints for sure. For sure. Um, and I let them go probably. I mean, I, I wore them through, I'm not going to lie, but I gave them probably for like 180, 200. Yeah. And I feel like if I held on to them and like maybe restored them a little bit, oh, yeah. Like, yeah, they'd go for Especially the before like the new drop now, like, for sure. they would they would have been yeah, up it, crazy. Yeah, it's crazy because I picked up a pair last year. I got them for oh, the really? low. Yeah, I got them for the low and. You know, I thought they were so dope, but I'm just like fives look so weird on my feet. They're like a half size too big. Or it's whatever. it's it's so weird because I mean style has changed so much. Style has, you changed, know what I yeah. mean? Like like back then, a a black V neck with a fitted and and the matching kicks was crazy. Yeah, you know what I mean. So Jean like jacket with the sleeves cut, bro. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Like that's a that's a whole fit right there, yeah, man. Yeah. That you know fucking New York fitted or whatever. Mm -hmm. And like you said, like that's a whole fit. Like you can go out and be one of the flyest people in the spot or whatever. Now it's just like. You have to be a lot more sort of constructive with it. Like mm. You have to, you know, know your brand, sort of know the pieces you're putting on. Like, what jewelry am I going to put on today? Like, does my wa does my watch match with my outfit? How are my laces? How are my shoe laced? You know, how is it laced properly or whatever and all that? And there's just so much more that goes into it in terms of fashion. And I don't consider myself a stylist by any means, but I still like to sort of, you know, dress well and just sort of come up with the fits or whatever. Like. Mm. You know, that's an important part of my thing, just sort of my Instagram. My Instagram is not popping whatsoever, but it's just like I still sort of like that to be like my portfolio. Yeah. Just sort of fits or whatever. Yeah. Like, and that's me, what it should it, be. It's all about me at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Like if you're going on social media for, you know, what's the word I'm looking for here? Like just give me a word, dog. <laughs> like clout? I don't know. Not even clout, but uh, just like recognition, recognition, approval. Yeah, looking for other people's like approval by post or whatever. Like you're never going to find happiness that way. Mm. Never going to find happiness that way. Like you'll always be craving that same high. And that's a dangerous game to play, man. Mm -hmm. To crave that high. I've been there before. <laughs> like I've Word. been there before with like Twitter, even Facebook early on back in the day. It was just like you just tweet a uh, post random shit just for a couple of likes. Like that like button's crazy, bro. Mm. No, that like button's cracked. Yeah. And I think it's getting worse like with TikTok too. I don't have a TikTok. Never downloaded it. It's it's uh I was I was pretty for anti I was pretty anti TikTok for a while, but then um like I just got so bored during the pandemic and I was like oh, I, I refused, man. It's it, it's refused. it's cool in the sense that um it's like 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 did you used to have a Vine? Oh I I, I loved Vine. Bro. So you know Vine, <laughs> Vine seemed like it was pretty much just like if you were funny, you would get popping on Vine. Yeah. On TikTok, like you can be informative. Like you can do hacks, you can do like it's it's really like there's something for everything. Yeah, and, and which I think is like I follow Neil deGrasse Tyson, and he'll just do like oh that's Ill. yeah, you know what I'm saying like <laughs> that's and Ill. like and like like people ask him questions like you know can like I, one that just dropped was like can a black hole suck another black hole and it'll just be Neil deGrasse for a minute just like talking about it being all Neil deGrasse Tyson. Are they shit. are they all one minute long? Is that the longest you can make a vine? The longest is what a minute, uh, but yeah, the longest is a minute a minute cap, but. Rare, I mean, depending on the kind of content you make, like, yeah. um, you know, people, you can do 15 seconds, you can do whatever. Yeah, I, I think my whole thing with TikTok is it's it's super, it's meant to be super addictive. Yeah. So for that absolutely. reason alone, like, it is absolutely. You think back to like the Trump administration last year and how they were like so adamant about TikTok finding a US buyer, they're going to take it off like the App Store or whatever. 
Like, do, do you realize why that is? Like, so it's no, it's extremely. I mean, it, it's we, not. It's not about the content, the people that are putting out. It's more so about making sure that algorithm, that like sort of swipe up yeah, and yeah. new content the, algorithm, the internet, yeah. lived in the U.S. Like they actually wanted that because that shit they found out is literally crack, bro. That's like Ronald Reagan type shit, bro. There's um, there was that um popular us uh, like social media, not I don't know if documentaries are but like documentary on Netflix that dropped. Within the, the last social, year. Uh, the social, social yeah, yeah. Did you? Yeah, did you? Yeah. I think it yeah. talked a lot about that. Yeah, I watched it. I mean, it it was okay. Like I thought it was kind of corny. And I that, thought it was like, corny yeah, too. Yeah, like yeah. the um, <laughs> like the uh, like the reenactments of like yeah, certain, yeah, 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 like, yeah. No, nobody has a white family like. When's the last time you had dinner with your family like that, bro? Like, tell me. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> like, yeah. There's something I was like, I, I see they're trying to paint the picture. But yeah, yeah. Like, like, I get it. Like in that sense, it was just like I mean, you could have done a better job or whatever, but. Like who who's gonna lock up their kids' phone? Like yeah, that? I know. Yeah, in I know. It's twenty 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 one. Nah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, not yeah, gonna yeah. happen. Thousand percent. Yeah. yeah. Uh, not. I, I felt. I felt like it was a pretty good graphical informant. I think it was super cool. Like you had like these sort of, you know, higher ups from like Twitter's, Facebook, Google's, yeah. and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking about it, like, okay, these people actually know what the hell they're talking about. Like these right. aren't opinions anymore. These are actual facts. Right. Being talked about, sort of the addictive nature of social media. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's pretty wild, and you know. But the, the cool thing about TikTok, I, I will, you know, will say is, uh, how do I explain this? Like, like you, you discover things that you didn't know you wanted to discover. Yeah. Like there's this one thing that you know you would appreciate that I guess there's this guy who like collects vintage shit. Oh, love it. And and his his you know he's just like this kid. He just like he's like hey like here's my fit for today. I'm gonna go skateboarding. Then he shows him skateboarding. Like it's very simple, wholesome content. Yeah. And there was this one thing where he shows. Uh, a, a college dropout tee mm-hmm. and he was like yeah this is actually the most expensive piece i had it's like i bought it for like 1400 wow. and there was a comment that was like why is it so expensive and he made a video specifically explaining why and he goes so obviously you know this is from the first album blah 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 and i was like okay okay cool i know i knew that whatever whatever the tag it was like the stamped like college dropout and i was like so this is real shit real shit real shit he turns it over and it shows like the date he goes this is actually the first ever Kanye west merchandise ever that's sick. which makes it is why and he go, that was like how like the the last fact he gave about and he goes that's why it was fourteen hundred dollars and I was like fuck that's I, I, I was that's I was like that shit that like I'm I'm glad I found yeah you know what I mean and it, it goes back to the fact that I feel like one of the first things me and you sort of on an individual level sort of bonded on was Kanye yeah, yeah you know yeah. what I mean like Kanye is like to me like the greatest artist ever yeah, yeah. Kanye is a freaking genius like yeah. I've been rewatching a lot of his like interviews lately and i was just like his foresight is ridiculous i i, I get man. in those waves sometimes too his foresight is ridiculous yeah. i have a like good music oh that's, that's tough yeah, yeah. yeah i never even noticed yeah. that that's so tough there's there's only one person ever who was like that's it that's good music isn't it and i was like yes. <laughs> i was no, like i'm mad because mad people are like oh like what's the angel for and i like Sometimes it depends who it is, but like I'll avoid yeah. like explain what it is. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's yeah. an angel with some roses. That's just so some, tough. Some I Latino shit. Yeah, wow. this is the good music angel. That's so sick. It's yeah. a great time. Are you gonna color it? Or are you gonna? No, nah, I'm doing all black and white. Like I, I, I go. I got um Hercules, my favorite Disney movie. So I got. Uh, the, honestly, uh, my favorite too, bro. I love Hercules. So I got. Bro. The, I know all the songs. Low key. Uh, yeah. Oh, slap <laughs> for sure. For so sure. I got the um symbol of the gods there, and then I actually just got a new one on my leg that's yeah. healing right now. It's um the national bird of Guatemala. Oh fire! So uh, when it's all said and done, I'm probably gonna cover. Both my legs and then yeah. probably cover this. So I obviously would would never do tattoos, but if yeah. I was, thighs for sure, bro. I think thigh yeah. tattoos are fire. Bro. Yeah, especially because yeah. I'd be wearing high ass shorts. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. No, for sure. Like me too. And like I also like don't like how my legs look. So I'm like <laughs> I'd rather just cover them. For sure, um, that's, that's valid. Bro. Yeah, 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 that's valid. Um, but uh, I don't know how. We, oh yeah, uh, Kanye shit. So Kanye. Um, I I was reading that they're coming out with like some crazy documentary. 
Yeah, uh, but on of, like, without, they've just been like uh, recording like his last like twenty years of fire. Like, that's I'm, like some last dance type. Yeah, shit. exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's gonna like, uh, like I and I've been saying this for years. I probably said this to you a million times. I'm sure you feel the exact same way. Like one of those dudes, like Michael, that like people clown him and talk about how crazy he is or whatever. But like when he is gone. His fucking farewell tour is going to be so insane. But no, Kanye is somebody that I feel like he, he's just so polarizing that yeah. I don't even know if he'll ever even get that, to be honest. And mm. I feel for his cult following, though, that'll be there at such a big degree that it's just going to make up for everything. Like, I think Kanye and just sort of what he's been about the last <clears throat> few years, it's turned a lot of people off, man. Oh, yeah. Like, I, it's, it's, it's definitely I mean, turned a lot of people off. The... Uh, yeah, last year's there. There's many moments where I was like, "Fuck, I can't, I can't defend him." Like, yeah, it's so yeah, hard yeah. to defend him. Nah, and like, people I, would text me like links and shit, and just like, like get your man. I'm just like, yeah. I, I can't. Yeah, <laughs> can't. I really nope, can't. Nope. And and to me, like now, I'm just at the point where I'm like, uh, probably 2016 is like, it's like anything before that. Like I'm riding to the really? those fall off. Probably. Dude, honestly, like. I'll tell you this, as a Muslim, bro, I've been listening to that Jesus album. A bit, <laughs> Yo, that shit go crazy, man. I, I, I forgot. Crazy. I forgot who I was talking to this about this uh, with, but I think the thing that killed me about that album was like, I just wasn't expecting it. Yeah, and like his rollout with it, with all the Sunday service stuff, where he's doing these amazing gospel covers of really dope songs. Yeah, where I'm like, this is what it's gonna sound like. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Where where you know where you hear the. Uh, gospel version of um like back to life like and i'm like oh my god the and father stretch my hands like these things Crazy. where it's like that's the, that's the way it should have been almost you yeah. know what i mean and then i hear it hear the album and it's like when's the last time you heard it probably when it came out really I, i'd say give it another <sighs> listen to bro like for me like i've just been listening into really sort of like the production, bro. Like mm -hmm. I, this is gonna sound stupid, but Kanye is a super underrated producer, man. As I don't think he's underrated at all. I, I, mean, th I think I, he gets his flowers. I don't. I don't know, man. Like I've been like, uh, have you checked out the Dissect podcast? Uh, you should check it out, bro. Listen to the Dissect podcast. Are those the same dudes that do the Dissected ser producer series on yeah, YouTube? Yeah, yeah. It's the same people? I don't know on YouTube, but he pretty much it's serialized musical analysis. Where he'll break down a whole album for a season and go into sort of the construction of like the beat, the lyrics, sort of where the person was when they were mm -hmm. recording it mm -hmm. everything around it you know circling around the context of the actual song around the album and right now he's doing yeezus bro yeezus is, is a very slept on album i think yeezus is a masterpiece yeah I, and is, i loved it from jump i didn't i didn't i and, loved it from jump and it's so and i'm what i'm saying me not liking it on jump is a very popular opinion liking it on jump, yeah that's, un, that's yeah. an unpopular that's, yeah, sort that's of right. way of going about yeah. it but like when you sort of see like the albums that came before it that sort of had that similar sort of impact or i think they've said what's his name bob dylan he mm. was at like woodstock or whatever which is a hippie festival right he ended up dropping dropping a rock album at a hippie festival yeah bob dylan the father of like folk music yeah, bro, yeah, yeah. he got booed yeah at woodstock and now i don't know maybe like 50 years later or whatever we look at that album as like the greatest sort of mm -hmm album of that sort of generation it's yeah, like yeah everybody's giving him flowers now that's what it is with Jesus, bro a thousand percent that's what yeah. it is with Jesus. but the thing is i think at the time i understood that he could do that and that's why that's what like it's very contradictory of what i'm saying about like um jesus is king because you know after 808s we're like oh now he can do he's gonna think and he did believe that he can do anything yeah you know what i mean and that's what it turned into you know very industrial sounding Jesus. i it was my fucking gym 
album that whole yeah. summer like because i think he dropped in like june i think it was like uh, june 2013 yeah, yeah yeah and so that whole summer my fucking gym album like that's all i bumped top to bomb went to the easiest tour like i loved ah, it from jump yo man. and I that's wish, the thing about that tour. To that tour that tour so i went to pablo as well did you go uh, to yeah, pablo? I, of course so love pablo way way better than pablo damn don't tell me that absolutely don't tell me that man. i would like three times better like i love pablo man pablo was pablo great. was sick but i ruined it for myself by going to Jesus. Oh shit! Like okay, that makes me feel a bit better then. But but it was just one of the like that's how much I liked it. So I heard when it came to like Kanye concerts, it was really Jesus and Watch the Throne. Those were the two. Mm, were I the I two. didn't go to Watch the Throne. My 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 boy did, and I the videos I've seen of it were like, oh my god, yeah, it would ridiculous. It would have blew my like, mind. Kanye's he he's so much more than a musician, bro. Like he hates being sort of boxed into that. And like, mm-hmm. I, I really challenge you to listen to this podcast. It's only yeah, I'd love to. Yeah, deep. I definitely want to. Fourth keep episode it up. comes out tomorrow. It's fascinating, bro. Because like they bring they bring in like clips from like interviews where he's like explaining certain portions of the songs. Like mm. they literally break, they remake the beat from Jump. Oh, whatever, really? Where it's just like here you have like the E. E was it over or whatever? I don't like I don't know music. like chords and stuff. Yeah, they yeah, go yeah. into like the actual chords and like the sampling of it. It's ridiculous, oh, man. Like damn. you, yeah, you, yeah, I'm you hard. Lose it, bro. Yeah, I'm, 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 <laughs> I need. I definitely you need to check it, that bro. shit it's out. Yeah, yeah, that's man. fire. It's so good. It's so good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, uh, yeah, like you said, crazy polarizing and and in every phase that he's had, he's like the sore thumb. But it like, but then he becomes the uh, the standard. For you sure. know what I mean? Like it, it, it was funny, man. Like hearing him talk about himself, it was just like Michael Jackson. He broke so many barriers. You know, mm-hmm. he he was on MTV at a point where it's just like he had to fight for his music videos to be played because mm-hmm. he was too urban or whatever. Like Michael Jackson, urban. Bro. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. wild. That's yeah, a, yeah, just because he was black. Mm-hmm. And he was saying mm-hmm. like Michael Jackson hit a glass ceiling at the end of that, and I'm breaking that glass ceiling that Michael hit. Like he's sort of doing that for the next round of people, the next generation of people. And when it comes to like self-empowered individuals, man, like that's somebody I look up to. Absolutely. Regard, where it's yep. just like, just go and get it yourself or whatever, like not having yep. to rely on other people and, you know, just having that self-confidence of being able to just do it yourself. And he doesn't give a shit what anybody says about it. Yeah. It's just dope. I think, you know, every generation has like their, um, their molding artists and music that like molded you know youth like the generation before us was definitely like you know the hove and like yeah so you know for i think for us we were fortunate enough to have both drake and kanye at the same time uh-huh. um you know uh freshman year like i mean you know kanye definitely uh molding like my elementary to middle school and then drake for high school mm-hmm. um just like having such like genre bending hip-hop at yeah. that time being able to like mold me and like um I'm like super grateful for those times and yeah. like being able to grow up with those albums. So you say that, but sort of who who are those artists right now for the this generation right now? You mind if I get a water bottle actually? Just because I got like a minute about left. About that time, my fast. About that time, exactly. About that time, of course. Forty-eight seconds. And if you need more, just let us know for sure. But yeah, so so who do you think are like those? That's a great artists question. That's a great for this question. generation because I can't. I I haven't listened to music in a week. First of all, but it's just like I don't, I I can't think of like. The baby, it's very like, different. That's it's nasty. Like that. Yeah, that, it's like, very different. Sort of the voice of the generation. <sighs> I mean, it's. I think what's what's most different is, um, like coming of age music, is no longer mainstream music. Mm-hmm. It's two very different things. Yeah. Whereas when we were coming up, like coming of age music was mainstream. You know what For I sure. mean? Um, 
So I don't think it. Damn, I don't know. Do you think? Here's my. Th- it's going back to what we were talking about earlier. I feel like TikTok curates sort of what the generation listens to in Absolutely. terms of music now, in terms of like dancing. Like I can't do those TikTok dances. <laughs> I, can't I, can't, I can't. I can't do that shit. <laughs> I, like, I, I could. I could do the Soldier Boy. Oh, I know dude, how to do that. Yo, Until now, I know how to do that. Yo, me being a fucking grandpa yelling at my little sister, talking about the Soldier Boy, and like the she ori- doesn't know the, the Soldier Boy. Nah. But the original TikTok dance, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And I tried to uh, spell out what that summer in 2007 was like, where we like YouTube just boomed. Yeah, it's like the first like multi million, not not the first, but like one of the to me as far as I knew, first multi million view video. Yeah. Like, and there's like fucking shorty from Atlanta on her like trash. Uh, camera phone like doing a dance and it gets like five million views because everyone wants to learn the dance exactly. you know what i'm saying like yeah, yeah. i was trying to paint her this picture and she was just like you couldn't understand she, because it. you know She's you can just generation. you can just yeah you can just um look at it on t- and there's 50 100 50 100 like fifty thousand people doing the dance for you you can just learn it that way you know what i mean mm-hmm. and um but um damn like yeah. i never even really because because i know my yeah i know my sister her favorite like she loves meg the stallion um that's her favorite artist I don't. I don't want to speak for her, but <laughs> but from from what I from what I can like, which is fine. Meg's awesome. Yeah, from yeah. what I can gather. Yeah, I, I would I would guess that her favorite artist is Megan The Stallion. That's nuts, man. Yeah, but I'm trying to think like, because I was gonna say like, oh, like, Cause I, uh, I like, think of somebody our age saying, yeah, my favorite artist is Megan The Stallion. It's just like that's that's weird. Like yeah. you a whole you like you 36. Like yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? yeah, like yeah. you're a little old. Like I'm trying. I'm trying to think favorite artists who like, are like more of the. I don't know if conscious is the right word, but like more the conscious artists that are young now. Uh, Corday, I like Corday. Corday is lot, dope, bro. yeah, he's and he's dope. and he's yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's yeah, conscious. he's probably he's winning, man. <laughs> yeah. He's winning right now. Yeah, yeah. He's I forgot winning. about Corday, yeah. but he's because he's like, I don't know. It's just so different. I don't it's know. So different when you look at because like he's not loud enough, and that's yeah. why. Uh, I I feel like you know who really had that opportunity but completely fumbled it, Chance oh. the Rapper. It was funny because I was gonna say Chance, but I was like, "Isn't Ch- is Chance our generation it, though?" I feel like he could have been like this next generation's thing, but he just got so corny. Got so, so I never, I never really liked Chance. Yeah, I could appreciate him, but like you know, even like Cocoa Butter Kisses, like I didn't like his voice. Like I thought it was that's, just very annoying. That's, that's a critique he um, gets a lot for sure. And and but it you know, but but his lyrics were dope, and I thought you know, yeah, he was he was a, he was a breath of fresh air. Um, sure. But that last album he dropped was horrible, Awful, so man. bad. So like I, I I listened to it once and it was just like this can't. I be laughed. The same. Like I laughed. <laughs> this can't be the same artist that I like paid meet and greets for in like oh, my word. sophomore year of college mm. or whatever. Like yeah, even Coloring Book was Coloring Book, right? Coloring Book was dope. It was okay. Like I was going through it and like again as someone who's already very critical of him. Yeah, I was like, let me listen to this and like you know he had a free like. I love a good Ty Dolla Sign feature. I love a good Kanye production. Like, mm. so I was like, okay, like I can mess with this. But for the most part, I was like, never revisited it. And then that, I don't even know what the new album was called. Like, I just listened to just I like think this is the be- not the best day ever. That's Mac, rest in peace. Mm-hmm. It's like um, it was something like that. Some, yeah. some, I, it doesn't matter. I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. But I remember man. I was like, oh, let me just like listen to this shit. And I think every the big day, the big day, yeah. Man. I thought the album cover was cool. Him, like the oh, the holding the, the uh, CD, yeah, very vibes, very Yeezus vibes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, not you know who is such a better rapper 
Then Vic, excuse me, then Chant. I just gave it away. Then Chant. Vic, Vic, Vic Mensa's Vic Mensa's gas to me, bro. Who? I think he's so good. When he first came out, wasn't he not who he is now? Like, I, like who is he, he like, running with? He's he's rock. No, nah, but when he like first, like, he was like, because he, he came because he came yeah. out in the age of like, um, he came out the same time as Chance. Little Cocoa Butter Kisses He's on that song Right Yeah But I feel like he was Like his vibe was very um, Oh my god um, Fuck it Oh my god Why can't I think of their name um, Like um, like Tyler Creator vibes Nah Like nah. I, no, when he first, But he wasn't like as dark he is now No he Like as I was saying though he, He's gone through like transitions With yeah. his music or whatever Which I can appreciate Like I don't want my artist to be stagnant Like I need to see mm-hmm. sort of growth matriculation you know maturation throughout your music or whatever and i think he does a good job of that just sort of being so introspective as well and just sort Mm. of dealing with his own like you know suicidal thoughts his depression is sort of you know his drug usage whatever i think that's interesting and i like hearing about that i I like hearing about people my favorite thing that artists can do is sort of storytell and that goes back to sort of what we were talking about where coming to age music where it's just like Coming to age is a different age for everybody. You know what I mean? You could be right. 30 and start to come to age, sort right. of to figure shit out. And that's what sort of his music is reflective of. Like, he's 28, 29, 30 years old, still figuring shit out, which is dope. Me too, bro. Like, you too. Everybody I know is still figuring it out. Mm-hmm. We're so young. We're still trying to get to it. Um, so that's what I enjoyed in his music. Chance the Rapper's music, like... What's that song? Hot showers, bro. That shit's hot ass. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's just terrible, bro. Like, like, like it's, just, <laughs> it's so yeah. bad, bro. Like, I, uh, it's so. But thing is, but uh, then people will be like, "Oh, but ultralight beams, though, like legendary verse." And I'm like, "100 percent." But I'm like, "Yeah, I mean, I don't think that defines him as an artist, though." Yeah, no. One verse define you as an artist? No, but it's it, legendary. It definitely helped, though. Yeah, it you know helped. I mean? But like, I'm like, he's still whack. It's hard for me to call Chance whack though because like you have what was it Ten Day Acid Rap and then uh, Coloring Book those are three straight good projects you know what I mean but after that it's just like what that else have you apart. done like mm. that 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 one album it, that that was his first album quote unquote that um Coloring Book was just a mixtape it was a mixtape oh. he dropped it for free man oh that's bad he dropped it for free that's real bad yeah I know but he was always <laughs> independent right. Until, yeah, he's until still, un- I think he's still independent. He's not signed with whatever Ye's on. No, nah, I don't think he signed. Mm. Still, I, I don't. I unfollowed Chance a few months ago. Bro. Do you, uh, you ever see the uh, the clip of um Kanye like screaming at him? <laughs> no, what? Yo, there's this crazy clip. Nah. Um, I'm gonna send it. Uh, yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna take too long for me to find it right now. But it's this video where it had to have been um during the record of either Ye or 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 Jesus is King. Yeah. Um, and you know Chance was chilling up there with him in the studio, or whatever. Um, and there's this video where like Kanye's like sitting on a couch or whatever, and he's just like they're listening to the music, and Chance comes up to like behind him on the couch and like whispers something to his ear or whatever, and Kanye's like, "Get the fuck out, leave!" Like like screaming at him, what? and Chance is just like being soft ass light skin Chance, and just like <laughs> he's like, "Oh, like what?" and just like leaves, and then but then it's funny because like there's a picture, there's like a picture of them later like you know ganged up or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. where I think it's just like it's just Chance like accepting like, "Oh, this is just a Kanye moment kind of thing," but it's like Kanye screaming at him that like, shit's face so to funny. face. Did you? What did you think of Ye? Um, I thought Ye was dope. Again, it's 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 me holding on to the past. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like it's what a way to put it. It's it's just like like when I, when I I remember it dropped and I was amped. I woke up like eight in the morning for sure. It was the like, second one because it was Pusha T that dropped the week first, 
and then that which thing. was which was awesome. Yeah, Pusha T. Div- <sighs> that was one of my favorite albums that year. Oh my god, Pusha T deserves so much more. Um, he deserves. This. We got to give Pusha T. Yeah, for I, sure. Oxymoron should have got a Grammy. Oxymoron. I mean, Oxymoron. Not, sorry, not Oxymoron. Um, that's cool, but that should have got a Grammy too. Yeah. Um. Fucking. Oh, now I'm confusing it. Uh. My uh, name is my, my name. My, my name is my name. Should have got a Grammy. Hundred percent. I think. Th- I thought Daytona should have won a Grammy too. It easily could have. Yeah. I forgot. Because it was going. Up, what it else? Was, it was going up against uh, Scorpion, which is also trash. Uh, we're we're gonna get into Drake in a little bit. Um, okay, but but yeah. So I was amped. Woke up super early to listen to it. And I play, and it's like, uh, what I had a dream about killing you, or whatever. It's like how it opens, right? Yeah, I thought that was hard. At first, I was like, okay, 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 like we're this is this is crazy. Like I like, but then like that was the but that was the song. You feel what I'm saying? For the most part, bro, it like it was too much. Ghost Town, bro. Are you serious, bro? Ghost Town goes dumb, and then Violent Crimes right after it, bro. It just it just wasn't that's like a whole letter to his daughter, bro. Like that's tough. No, so yeah. So first, first record, I thought about killing you. Yeah. Then it goes into all my no, sorry, I'm wrong way. Yikes! Yikes is cool. Yeah, he's like was mental. His mental illness, yeah, yeah. superpower. That's tough. That's yeah, yeah, tough. yeah. Yikes is cool. All mine is all mine. Um, what's the one after that? And then it's wouldn't <laughs> leave. <laughs> no, that's um. <laughs> That's tough, man. It, no, because that, that's not that one. Because that one has um, not Sampha. Is that Sampha on the on the feature? Sampha's not on any of. Yeah, yeah. I who's think. who's that? Who does that hook? I I don't know. I know PND's on the album twice. Yeah, he's on it twice. So that's wouldn't leave. So that's after all mine. That's that's record four. No mistakes is number five. Ghost Town is six. Violent Cry. No, the song you're thinking about was on um Kitsy Ghost, wasn't it? No, it's not. That's on Ye for sure. Because Cuddy's not on that song. I'm not, I'm not seeing that song anywhere. It's. I think it's like the third song on the album. I gotta look it up now. The third song is all mine. Yeah, it's all mine for sure. That's what it is. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Who's the fucking? Oh, vocals from Ty Dolla Sign and Aunt Clemens. Oh, Aunt Clemens. He he's also on um, on Jesus is King too. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean that song was cool. I don't know, like it, it, it just all wasn't enough for me to be honest. Yeah, no, um, I don't know. I've been like so deep into Ye's discography lately. Like, I've just been, you know, as, you know, I, like I said, I haven't listened to music for like the past week and for the rest of Ramadan at that. But just like re-listening to sort of his catalog of music, you just sort of, you sort of see he just does what he wants. You know what I mean? And like at the same time, there's so much creative process behind that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, like as somebody who's not into music, like you, you could speak about this more than I can for sure. But just knowing how much work goes into each individual beat and how much of a perfectionist he is, and yeah. how he wouldn't put something out unless he believed it to be a finished product. Like when you put all of that together, and like you actually listen to the construction of the songs, of the beats, of the lyrics, of mm-hmm. everything, even if it seems half fast, it's not. <laughs> it's like intentionally that way. Yeah, that was something I was gonna say. So while you were saying that, I was like. <laughs> Because uh, especially within the last two or three albums, like it seemed way more stripped down as, ter- as yeah. in terms of production, way more minimal. But 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 that's the complexity of the production. You 100%. know what I'm saying? So like you think of something like flashing lights, which is so much going mm-hmm. on and is so like just sonically like advanced and like all of the lights just, too. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. things like that where you're like these are layers and the way like the, the different vocalists he has on For it sure. X Y Z. And then you get like into the stuff that's like on Ye or even Kitsy Ghost, where it's like way more stripped down. But mm-hmm. if you think about it, to your point, is like 
that's what's so complex about it. hundred percent. You know what I mean? And 100%. that's something that I definitely was able to understand. Um, and yeah, I, I, I think you, you got it right on the, on the nose there. Yeah, no, I, I, you know, I challenge you to just like re-listen to it and mm -hmm. you sort of see if you can appreciate it again, because for me, like, that's what I did. Cause I, this, I, I None of this thinking is off jump for me. Like, right, I right. definitely was like very critical of all of those albums when I first listened to them. But giving them another listen and just sort of exploring them through a new lens, you just sort of start realizing different things. Do you think, and this is just with music in general, like if things, um, oh, like it's got to grow on you. Do you think those are fans making excuses or you think? No, I think that's, I think that's super valid to me, especially where like music's very contextual, like. For me to like enjoy music, I need to realize where I was at a certain time. Like, mm. I think back to Pablo, bro. Like Pablo is a very special album to me. Although it's not my favorite, but it's just like I love Pablo for the fact that I was like at the live screening in a movie theater type deal for when it came out, and I remember the exact moment during um what's the first song fucking Ultra, Ultra Light, Light Beams, Beam. where it's just like like that where the chorus just like. And then he just like he just strips off this like layer of cloth and he just unveils like a bunch of models wearing mm -hmm. clothes. Like that's a moment like that shit felt otherworldly, bro. Yeah, yeah. Just sort of being in like that place. Like I almost cried. Straight up, bro. Like, I, used, I, I cried, used to where I cried twice. <laughs> Damn, that's like, nuts. <laughs> like cried two very different times. That's ill. For like man. very different reasons. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. see, that's ill though. Like that's the amount of sort of like artistry that goes into things like that. But Going back to it, like, yeah, music can definitely grow on you. You know, music's very contextual. Music, you know, can be catchy. Like, it's not it's not by coincidence that I, who doesn't even, don't even have a TikTok, get caught up with, like, TikTok songs or whatever. Mm. Like, that Drake song that came out last year during Tusi the slide. pandemic, Tusi Slide. Fire. I hated it at first. <laughs> I was listening to it the other, like, a few weeks ago, and I was just like, yo, this is kind of fire, bro. Like, like, you got a little dance with it and everything. Yeah. Like, okay, hold on. Like, he was onto something. Yeah, like, moments like knows. that, they're memorable, and, like, you can sort of associate them with a certain time. Like, I'm always going to associate Tusi Slide with the early pandemic. Word. You know what I mean? Like, he sort of solidified himself with that. And I don't know. There's plenty of examples that I can give, but like I said, like, music's just contextual with me more so than anything, and it's just like, Especially with like who you're listening to the music with, you know what I mean. Like everybody can remember a certain album like they listened to with people. Like, my I remember being at my boy Omar's uh, apartment back in the day when um when Views came out, and I was just like, "This is what we were waiting for. This is mm. what Drake's been talking about for like two, three years now, or whatever." Mm. And it's just like, whatever. Now I listen to Views, and I'm just like, "Yeah, this is kind of hot, bro. Like Views has some hits on it for sure." Um, like and and you think about it, he had like Controller and um. Oh, uh, one dance, one dance, back to back on the album, bro. Are you serious? But my that but was 2016, bro. That was summer 2016 is legendary. Crazy, absolutely. Nigga's still legendary. talking about summer 2016 <laughs> five years later, bro. Yo, yo, because I, I Looking think, for that same I think high. I was 21. So like, it was just like a very. How old was I in 2016? I would have been 20, turning 21. I think. Yeah, yeah, I was. I was like 21, like outside. Like yeah, straight yeah. outside. Yeah, just, it was popping, bro. Yeah, yeah, the streets, yeah. the streets, the streets were very popping. The streets yeah, was very popping. Yeah, yeah, 100%. yeah. With the the work to a controller to work. one dance oh, transition. Oh, yo, the work. Yeah, it's funny because it's like you remember. I remember being in like clubs and like parties or whatever, and you know. If at the beginning of those, because they you, they always came back to back, to it had back. to as it a DJ <laughs> had to, it had, had to. to. It was the vibe. I always was, remember, man. Just if you didn't find a girl at the beginning of one of those songs, it's over. It's wrap. <laughs> like you you're have, on the you side. Have, go to the bar. Go to the bar. Looking around yeah. like this. Bro. <laughs> go to the bar. 
dude. You had people looking around. You had like to get somebody's daughter, animals, bro. Man. You had to get somebody's daughter like ASAP, bro. Oh no, my God. man, it, it was good times, man, back then. But I don't know. For me, I, I here's the thing, bro. Also, I don't know if I'd ever want to go back to a club. I don't think I ever want to go to a club again because of the virus. Because of- I think I've outgrown it. Like I'm good on that. And that happens. Yeah. Like, it 1,000% happens. I'm, like, completely good on that. Like, I was looking at, like, do you have time hop on your phone? Where it's uh, just, like... Well, uh, for me, it's like, I just do, like, um, Snapchat memories. That, well, shit, yeah. that shit haunts my life. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, it's Snapchat memories, but with, like, your camera, yeah, yeah. your Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, whatever. So, I was, like, looking through it, just, like, old videos of, like, parties that I've been to or, like, clubs that I've been to or whatever. And it's just, like... This doesn't look appealing to me like it used to. Mm. Like I used to be super like into it. Not I wasn't even that into it. Like I wasn't a club every type of week type person. Right, but right, I was right. into it when I was there. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like I was gonna make the most of the opportunity of me being there. Henceforth, anytime you see me, yeah, it was a cure, which doesn't yeah. exist no more. They changed. Uh, they it, changed. Right? They uh they they changed the name, the branding of it, and then um the inside looks completely different. Oh no way! They completely. They, see, now I want to see. They they <laughs> they, they, gutted, they gutted it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, but it's just like anytime I. Do you need another water, by the way? Yeah, I'll take another water. Yo. Do you, uh, mind, do you mind grabbing another? Uh, yeah, if you don't mind, bro, thank you. Um, but yeah, uh. but, but to it, like, anytime I was sort of at those functions, like, I wanted to have the most fun that I could. You know what I mean? When it helped that you had a good DJ and you sort of like curating the vibes and all that. But I think the only reason I would ever go there again is for the music. Like, I wouldn't. Yeah. You know, I don't drink or whatever. Like, right, I'm not right, right. into, like, the heavy dance. And I feel or, like... Or any, the bottle popping or anything. Yeah, yeah no. Nah, see, that especially, I was never into it. It's just, like... Uh, it, it, to me, it's, like, such a faux flex, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, people just going and... There's... To me, like, I can't ever rationalize paying, like, $600 for, like, a $40 bottle. Right. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Especially. And just seeing that and just sort of that excessive sort of flex for no reason just to say yo i'm at the club and then this is what i'm doing like that's just corny to me bro you mm-hmm. know what i mean like that's not wealth yeah, like yeah. wealth is like ownership wealth yeah, is yeah. like a nice car wealth is sort of everything outside of that that's just exuberant spending to me at that point and mm-hmm. i don't even like looking at it personally mm-hmm. so I, that's where i'm at have you if you're to invite me to something like that's a different story like that's a personal invite and i'm just like showing as a courtesy or whatever right. and, like i'm enjoying my time still or whatever no is that Celsius? Yeah. A LaCroix? Yeah. <laughs> a LaCroix. Is that straight? Sponsor shit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Give me the bag, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's. I feel like that's the only time that I would ever do yeah. something like yeah, that. Yeah, I, I mean, you're definitely not the only one in that boat. And it's not even, you know, even religion or what you do, like, yeah. or not do aside. Like, there's plenty of people that feel that way. And Boston is tough, especially because there's very limited options like if you yeah. go to like especially for poc yes. sort of driven environment thousand percent yeah. you ever been to dc yeah so I love dc yeah love dc dc has so many options where it's like u street bro. there's there's yeah there's You've like been to u street yeah yeah, yeah yeah so uh there's like the bottle popping area and then there's like the spots that are like there's no tables there's no bottle service. It is just about the music and it's about dancing. Yeah, bro. You know what I mean? And and Boston has is very limited in that. Mm. You know, and so and I meet people all the time, especially as I'm getting older, that like, yo man, like that bottle shit, like, you know, love you, would love to support you, but like I that's just not my vibe. And yeah, so hundred percent. And so, you know, I started trying to get, you know, with my own parties and stuff like that, like trying to do stuff that was a little bit further away from yeah, the bottle stuff and and just bringing out like older music, cool music and stuff like that. So do you think there's a market for it? To there's a huge market. There's a huge market because, like, 
because of all the colleges and stuff like that and there's all like like boston is is like we, like we could really like split it in half and look at it like in, in a certain way where it's like like the yuppies are people who aren't from here that come here for work or for school or whatever for and sure. then the people like us that have been here mm-hmm. and don't really want to be with those the people yuppies, that haven't been. like we want to be yeah. like as authentically like neighborhood boston as we we actually are you feel what i'm saying so they don't understand jerking at the corner mall nope you feel what i'm saying nope not like at all. like 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 you're a jerk <laughs> Yo. many people be like oh that's like whack no, but like at the corner but if, but, with the red skinny jeans yeah bro, yeah but because that was a part of our culture growing up yeah that if do. you were at like the right function and that shit drops for a moment you might be like yo they're playing you're a jerk but you're like Yo, they're playing you're a jerk yeah for me like i know i know what time it is yeah, like, yeah but i can't jerk for my life but i'm gonna still try bro at that but, time but that's because but that's because that was our childhood like that was you see what I'm, you see what i'm trying to say so like but for another side of boston where it's like people who aren't from here come for school from come for work whatever they don't know what the fuck that is Yo, so if i play that at a club people are gonna be like <clears throat> This is an old song. I don't know why he's playing this. And it goes so far beyond clubbing. Like I was having, I was in New York a few weeks ago having this conversation with somebody who <clears throat> they went to BU, but they live in New York. And I just sort of asked them like, what the main difference of between, excuse me, between New York and Boston is. And her answer was like exquisite, man. It was amazing. And it, and it really opened my eyes to a lot of things that as a Boston resident who I've been here all my life, like 25 mm-hmm. years living, all of them have been in Boston where New York, it's like <clears throat> you can be a billionaire and live on the same street as a homeless guy. Mm. You don't have that in Boston. Boston yeah. is a very, very, very classist city where it's just like person living in the seaport and the person living in Mattapan live two completely really different, different lives. lives and there's no intersection. Big facts. There's no intersection whatsoever. And it goes to the music scene. It goes to the food scene. It goes to... Literally oh, every little thing in Boston. And that's yeah. why, like, the gentrification issue in Boston is a huge one. Yeah. Because it's just, like, that fine line, that classist line, that picket line, like, that do not cross, it's shifting. Mm-hmm. You know, it's shifting over to a point where it's just, yeah. like, the people who are living in the Mattapan and the Dorchester and the Roxbury, they're literally being uprooted and, like, having to move out to, like, freaking Brockton randolph or yeah. whatever type shit yeah. where it's just like that's an unfamiliar territory to them and like they're being uprooted out of their homes and it's happening everywhere in the country but boston in particular is like such a good example of it yeah and and, and to your point it's scarier because we already are like hanging on for dear life to mm-hmm. an extent you know what i mean um like and like for rosendale like forest hills area was crazy is, is, bro. is you know crazy. they have the new apartments up to yeah. i think like two new complexes at least right on uh hyde park ave so yeah so there's yeah. the one that's on hyde park ave and then there's the one that's past forest hills oh, headed like, to uh head into like uh, eggleston uh yes yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah 100%. so there's those two where like you know that's surrounding uh forest hill station where it's yeah. like and they redid forest forest hill station which they should have done a long time ago and i was yeah. happy that they did they but now when bridge too. Yeah, yeah yeah so they knocked down the bridge and so like there's like this whole block of like rosendaleness that like five years ago did not, did not look like that at all not at and all. like going to forest hills five years ago was like not that it was like necessarily dangerous but it was like you see something like hood ass but you see yeah, some ignorant ass kids there like some people get their ass beat up for <laughs> i've seen some motherfuckers yeah. get their ass beat up for sales i've seen motherfuckers get robbed at for oh sales, yeah it was ass insane beatings at for yeah. sales man like 
it's different, man. It's really different. Yeah. And gentrification, like I said, in Boston, in Rosner particular, in particular, where we're both from, like, yeah. it's bad. Like, you know, knock on wood, like, my dad had the foresight, you know, in the year 2000, was that 21 years ago to actually purchase a home Word. as opposed to rent it. So it's just like, we're sort of like, <clears throat> we're like stuck in time, I feel like, where mm. we are, where it's just like everything around us is changing, but like, we're still here. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we're we're experiencing, we're witnessing all these changes and you know, just seeing it firsthand, it's just like I can every time my my dad, he he works outside of the United States. So every few months whenever he comes back, he's always just like, Yo, this is new. Yeah, what like, the fuck? When is did this, this come up or yeah. whatever? Like it's always some something new, some yeah. new experience or whatever. And it's just like for me, it's just like I don't notice it because it's just passive mm. to me at this point. Mm. Like it's very like I don't notice it. Mm-hmm. So it's just really interesting seeing his sort of experience with that. Yeah, I mean, uh, I moved like now I live in Brighton. I sold out. Um, yeah, but I was gonna say that's <laughs> yeah, yeah. I saw, Young I saw, professional I saw, living in Brighton. Yeah, nah, you I, sold out. I sold out. I sold out real bad. I, yeah. I, I I love it in a weird way because yeah. like I walk around and like not that people are afraid of me, but people like definitely like are like oh like you know I drive I come and banging trap music like with yeah. my like through brookline to Love get it. to my bright my brighton apartment and yeah. like i come out like from coming from the gym like i have tattoos out like yeah <laughs> like whatever like have backwards and yeah, i'm just yeah. like yeah i live here um but when i do co- go back to rosendale like i even notice i'm like damn like like archdale area or i'm like yo like i feel like this is one of the last yo, little neighborhoods like holding on to about it archdale too i was just like it was funny because my mom was asking about the Olympics and she was just like, wasn't the Olympics supposed to be in Boston? I was just like, what do they want? Like, you want them to like knock down Archdale for like some multi-stadium like yeah. sort of setup? And we were just like, yo, Archdale might be the first place to go if that was the case too. Like, If, if Archdale goes, like, I would be very, like just that whole area, like the liquor yeah, store yeah, and like our, both of our barbers are there. Yeah. Did so you? my barber moved to Eggleston. But yeah, he Damn. used to be, yeah, he, he sold out. <laughs> um, but, um, I still, I still go back to my man's. So, I still, I guess I go back to Rosendale and, uh, yeah, cause yeah, cause he moved my guy, but yeah, you're mm-hmm. right. We both, both our barbers are in Rosendale, but, um, it's just, it's interesting, man. Cause like growing up, I used to go to the Archdale community center. Like that used to be my spot. Like that's where I learned how to play basketball. Like that's where I learned that. That's also another place where it's just like sneakers became such like a prevalent thing to me in my life. So like that, that's an important place to me, but you know, hindsight, like, if they're going to break down anything, bro, like, it might be, like, Archdale, yeah. Fondale, you know what I mean? Yeah, these places yeah, yeah, yeah. where it's just, like, you know, we can relocate these residents to another place or something like that. And I remember, bro, my boy Anthony, who used to live in Archdale, he was telling me this must have been in, like, third or fourth grade or something like that. He was telling me, he was just like, oh, apparently they're going to be rebuilding Archdale or whatever <laughs> then it never rebuilding ended up is happening. not a good is not yeah, a good word it, you want to yeah, use. Yeah, yeah. This is in fourth grade that we didn't know any <laughs> better. But like hindsight, twenty twenty, me being twenty five years old now, and just sort of thinking back to what to what that was, it was just like holy shit, they were gonna gentrify the shit yeah. out of Archdale. <laughs> they were gonna knock that shit down. That's yeah. a scary thought, man. Yeah. Like Archdale, out of all places, like Archdale is a bo- like. Shout out Jenny, you know Jenny Nguyen, she's a stylist. So yeah, I, I grew up with her or whatever. And she's from Archdale and like I know her whole family type deal, but mm. you know, just so many people, so many like so many great people from the city come from like these section eight housings or whatever. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So many people with a lot of influence, so so many people with a lot of sort of character to them. They all yeah. come from like these housing complexes or whatever. So just I, I can't imagine them doing 
away with them without them having some sort of plan for these people. Yeah, it, it's it's a tough thing because, you know, when you look at administration and this goes countrywide, worldwide, you know, there's this this crazy disparity of that concept of like some of the best people come from these areas and whatnot, most influential people. But the people at the end of the day making decisions are like, oh, but like we need a new mall like yeah. or what you know what i mean like um like i i remember seeing like they 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 made they're making new plans for like some shit in um like causeway street like some other new some like oh, greenway uh, some, yeah, yeah, yeah. they dropped some shit i saw on twitter a few months ago or something and i was just like why are we still building around here yeah like you know what i mean like there's so much other shit that needs help you know so, yeah if you mean they need to sort of find a way to sort of rebuild these places, but keep keeping the tenets, their integrity, yeah. keeping their integrity. Like ethically, I don't even know if that makes sense, but like ethical gentrification or just like rebuilding the, inf- like, like I'm, I, I need to look into it more, but like Biden's like $2 billion, like infrastructure plan. Like what goes into like actual local communities with that? Like sure. You're rebuilding like highways and stuff, but what about the communities where people live? Like, housing is a big issue. Like, we, I think there's, like, <clears throat> I, don't, I don't know the exact number, but, like, X amount of homeless people in the United States, and then, like, the amount of... Like, vacant un- housing. Uh, vacant, yeah. unoccupied like housing double. is, like, four times yeah, yeah, yeah. that amount. Yeah, I saw that. You know that. what I mean? Like, that's a, dis- that's a disgusting statistic yeah. to have in the richest nation in the world. That's It doesn't make sense. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Juxtaposed to a country like uh, UAE, United Arab Emirates, where my cousins live, where it's just like it's illegal for people to beg on the streets. Mm. It's literally like you'll get arrested if you beg on the streets. If you need assistance, you go to the government and they'll provide it for you. Not to say that homelessness and poverty don't exist in those places as well as unethical working conditions, but it's just like that at a minimum is sort of what right. a government should be doing. Oh, absolutely. People. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I it's it's something beautiful to say, you know, for us to be able to be adults and have this conversation and being from there and being able to like look back. And I think, you know, I'm grateful. I'm sure you are as well. And, and, uh, but that's why it is difficult for us to see these things. Cause it's like, you know, it's not to say that those areas produce bad people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like I think we both do great things as adults and we're, you know, good dudes that want to give back to our communities in whatever ways that we can. can. Yeah. Um, so I think to be able to hold on to, because 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 that's the thing it, it, it's it replaces it with people coming in from outside of boston so it's like boston doesn't isn't boston anymore exactly you know what i mean it's just a bunch like of yuppies these yuppies shit. that yeah. like you know come from wherever to working occupy for, boston working you know for I mean? like some place in some finance like, spot yeah, 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 yeah whatever it's just like it, it, it ruins what the city is all about the city loses its character yeah you know what i mean and you know the we, what are we if we're not our character yeah you know what i mean at the end of the day what are we if not our integrity yeah, absolutely. Um, and so I want to just uh, switch gears. I know this is a conversation we've had in the past together, uh, not on the record, but I would love to revisit it because I think we started shouting at each other at one point. Um, <laughs> that sounds about right. I don't even know what it is. But uh, it it right. was uh, we were we were uh, going through Drake's albums. Oh God! And uh, and ranking them. And first, I want to just talk about um, his career as it stands right now. Do you think uh, it's general? It's losing. It's losing sauce. Do you think? It, you. You, do you think he's declining? Where Where do you think uh, the the greatest rapper in the world stands right now? Greatest rapper in the world. You don't think he's the greatest rapper in the world oh, right now? I feel like I feel like we need to take a whole step back on how we define greatest rapper in the world. Are we talking about greatest artist? I probably should have said. I don't even like that. Greatest. I. You don't think, think he's the hottest? Biggest. Hottest. I don't. Mm, biggest is. You think he's the biggest artist in the he world? He literally has the keys to an entire country. 
to the city. No. Toronto. Key no, to, he has, he the has key the to keys to fucking Canada. Oh, that's, Absolutely. That's dick. That's dick. Bro, when he, when, he, when he came to Boston for uh, his last tour, the whole city was acting very differently. Yes, that's true. The influence, like, I'm not talking TikTok, I'm not talking about social, the influence he had on his city, the amount of Drake-themed parties that weekend, the amount of- I've been to a couple of Drake-themed like, parties. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel that, I feel that. But, you know, like, no other artist does that. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Nike deals, like, own brand he stuff. A, he has his shoes coming he out, He too. has Nike shoes. He's an out. Apple radio, like, he, like, he, he, keys to the city, for sure, at least- it just troubles me to hear that. I don't know if it's just like a p- shock or whatever. But I mean, um, who who comes in comparison in terms of rappers, artists? The honestly, the only rapper artist I would say comes close is Kanye. I okay. think Kanye. Yeah. But it's just like he's sort of stepping away from music too right now. Right. So right, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Um, okay, you know, fine. I'll give you that. He is <laughs> he's the hottest artist right now. The biggest artist right now. I would say number. Rapper, I rapper. would say number two is like probably a bad bunny. Yo, man, can we talk about bad bunny <laughs> for a second? Man? I don't even listen to bad bunny like that, but he's fire. Like everything <laughs> yeah, I listen to is yeah, crazy. Yeah. I, like I don't. No, he's it, insane. I don't yeah, speak yeah. Spanish, so it's just like it sort of takes away. It's, it's tough. Yeah, 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 it takes away from me yeah, a bit. Yeah. But it's just like his music's great. Like Bete is one of my favorite songs from like Bete. a few years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, I don't even. I just feel broken when I hear that, bro. You know what Bete means? It means like go away. It means leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's just screaming, leave. leave. That, that's, like, that's crazy, bro. Like <laughs> fire. He's such a great artist. Yeah, um, yeah. But homie got people sinning for this damn his damn concert. Oh tickets, yeah, bro. Well, I, mean, I didn't realize he was that fire. So bro. so so that's the thing. That's and that's that's like the American in us. You know what I mean? We're like we don't we can't conceptualize worldwide. Like like it was it's it's crazy because I saw this video of um how. Uh, a lot of American media disrespects Latin artists. Yeah. Where, uh, like, uh, so, you know, Romeo Santos from yeah. Aventura? So That's familiar. Legend. Like, decades in the game. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know he was in the game that long. Decades. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I'm trying to think of an equivalence. Like, so, Bachata God, like, if he pulls up in the Bronx, it's, like. It's raps. It's, it's raps. Like, and then, you know, Puerto Rico, DR, Caribbean. Like, so. He went on the Breakfast Club like a couple of years ago because I think he was doing like a like he, he sold out Madison Square Garden, whatever. <clears throat> yeah. And Charlemagne was like, "Yeah, so like you've had like some success. Like, can you talk about it?" And it was like, "You've had some success." Yeah, he literally says some success. Yeah, he literally says some success, and it was because you know Charlemagne was just close minded to America to American music, where it's like even in this even in the states, Romeo crazy popping. Everywhere in the world, Romeo is that guy. Yeah. Like w- if he walks onto any island, <clears throat> it is like, it, it, like I'm I'm trying to think of an equivalence and like I I just can't conceptualize conceptualize Maybe right like, now. I don't want to say this, but is it like Beyonce, Michael Jackson esque in the in Latin American culture? Absolutely. Wow. Like 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 Prince That's like when, like when Prince steps off the plane, it's like <gasps> like That's it's wild. like yeah, it's like That's yeah, wild. absolutely like that kind of level of start like superstar iconic stardom mm-hmm. and. And then there was another one where, like, it was, like, uh, one of the biggest, uh, like, a George Clooney of Latin America. And they were, like, and all their, because uh, he does a lot of voices of, like, you know how, like, Disney movies will have, like, the Spanish version where they dub it. Yeah, he does So that. he does a lot of that. But, like, oh, he wow. also has a crazy act, like, <clears throat> physical act. And uh, he was on some radio show with Ryan Seacrest. And the only thing that Ryan Seacrest brought up was how he voiced the Spanish uh, 
voice of of Donkey from Shrek. Oh man! When he was like, like it's like George Clooney, Brad Pitt level. Man, That's disrespectful. Like, so it was just like there was this whole thing, and it is just because I think as American, and you know, Americans were Americans, like you know, close. I mean, like we just we care. We're, it's just the American, nationalism is like our like Americans are teams. arrogant. Yeah, bro. yeah, very so, arrogant. Yeah. So Bad Bunny like obviously shuts it down in the U.S., but his influence like obviously in Latin America is insane, and and it's Europe goes crazy. Like it's bad. I would say Bad Bunny is number two, if not very close. To, if it wasn't for like. Uh, Nike and all that stuff And really just time I think he'd be very Very close to Drake Damn Bad Bunny's fire bro Bad I, gotta, I gotta give it you up pe- to You peeped yeah, yeah. WrestleMania? Nah I didn't What do you do? He was He was he had a full WrestleMania match He like he's, no, he's been in the WWE For the last like couple months That's ill Yeah That's ill He's dope He's no, dope, no, dude, <laughs> he's dope. Like, I'm gonna send you clips Yeah yeah, yeah send me clips That's fire um, But going back to Drake <clears throat> So you wanted to Go back to his discography? Yes because I know we had a lot of disagreements. I I, I, I recall the disagreement and, and now. It's, it's take care versus nothing was the same. That was the big one. And if you're reading this, you had a big uh Oh, man. So this. underrated, yeah, bro. Yeah. Stupid but since, underrated. But since then, at least... So so Dark Lane Demo Taste has dropped since then. Hot I, for, I forget if Except, Scorpion so he, had already dropped when we had that conversation. I think it had. And then we have... I mean, he's he's already... And then he just dropped... um. Two, three, he just dropped the EP the other week. Oh, Lemon Pepper Freestyle was stupid, bro. Anytime him and Ross touch a track, bro. Oh, stupid anytime. in a good way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah. Anytime they touch a track, bro. I almost got so hot. No, 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 no bro. <laughs> yeah. I loved it. Yeah, My yeah. favorite line, he was just like, just did brunch with, with the uh, judge we were appearing before. That's, that's influence, <laughs> bro. Like, talking about influence, that's wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think anytime he's he steps on a track, bro. With Ross, bro, it just Legend. sounds like it just, wealth. Yes, you know what I mean, like Versace I, I, robe, like bro, drinking, yeah, like champagne type velvet shit, yeah. robe yes. type yes. shit, bro. Like I Every named time. my car Ricky, bro. I named my Benz Ricky because of that. That's fire. Yeah, fire car, man. <laughs> I'll give you a ride in it soon. Um, <laughs> but just Rick Ross, like Rick Ross, for me is top five, by the way. But we'll, we'll, very, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll for get sure. there. <laughs> but um, I, I, I texted my boy Muhammad this. And he's he's very big on nothing was the same being like the number one spot, and I re-listened to it you know the last few months and I get it, <laughs> <laughs> I get it, I get it, I get yeah, it. Yeah. I, but for me, like take care. Going back to what we were talking about earlier about music mm-hmm. being so contextual. Yes, take care is a very special album to me. Yes. That was like freshman sophomore year of high school. Developmental years Developmental years Or whatever Like I had a girlfriend there yep. She broke my heart So you Absolutely. know Marvin Marvin's room, room Like hit stupid um, Crazy But then The added layer to me Is I have the same birthday As Take Care November 15th Oh wow So it's just like It means a lot Like November 15th I have Take Care And Space Jam The original That's ill That's very ill That's ill You know what I mean Not to the me, same year though No not the Space Jam It was 09 right Oh, oh, the original, original, original Space Jam. Yeah, that dropped on 96, oh. 1996. I was born 95, though. So one but year, the year after the year after November. Oh, that's crazy. So, yeah, that's to fire. me, like Space Jam's fire to me. Like, I love it. Um, But it's so hard comparing the two albums, bro. Like, they just sound so different. Uh, but when I hear nothing was the same, bro, when I hear like worse behavior, that shit makes me want to turn up, bro. 
That shit makes me want to... Like, you've seen the video for it, right? Yeah. Just, like, remember? Ignorant. Ignorant. Yeah, yeah. Hello, Very ignorant. ignorant, bro. He had the gloves in, on. With, like, he's out in Memphis with his, like, father's, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, family or whatever, yeah, yeah. and they just doing backflips and shit. Like, that's tough, bro. <laughs> he got, like, the baggy-ass white yeah, shirt yeah, yeah, with yeah. the backwards cap on. Like, that's fire, ignorant, bro. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Then you got tracks like uh, Pound Cake with Jay-Z or whatever. So, le- like, so legendary. It, it, Triple Entendre, don't even ask me how. Nah, that's Light Up. That's on, oh, is uh, it? Oh, I'm yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. A, oh, that's original. That's thank that's, me later. Uh, thank me later. later. That's right. Um, which is I can, also I, can, I confuse both those records all the time <laughs> for sure. Um, classic verses on them. Um, yeah. I mean Tuscan Leather to Tuscan Leather is the best opening, it. bro. Coming off the last record, I'm getting twenty million off the record just to off these records, nigga. That's a record. I'm living like I'm out here on my last adventure, past or present. When you have to mention. The best I I, I uh, argue album. with myself on best Drake opening records a lot, yeah. but Tuscan Leather is regularly up there. What's number two? Started from the bottom. That's not that's that does not start the album. Tuscan Leather. Oh Tuscan no, Leather. I'm talking Sorry. about because Tus- Tuscan Leather and then Furthest Thing then started from the bottom. I'm talking about no. I'm not talking about favorite song, but I'm talking about no the order the order of the of the track listing. No, no, no. I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking oh. about how Drake opens albums. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. You're good. You're good. Over my my dead body is really high. That's so funny. Like, Tuscan leather and just like, it's just sort of juxtaposed between me and you on that. Where it's just like, take care is mine, but nothing was the same as yours. But then our favorite songs are just like reverse. Yeah. I mean, like I said, it switches a lot. Um, I think, um, what's the one on views? Views is, um, let me see here. That one is hard. It's just like he's singing on it. And it's just like da 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 da. It's very like keep thematic. The, is it keep the family close? Keep the family close. That's super tough. Uh, legend on. Let come on, bro. Legend, come on, bro. Oh. We got to talk about this album the, right the, now. The, if you're reading is, this, it's too late. The conversation I had with you, because I revisited it, revisited it, revisited <laughs> it, <laughs> and smooth, smooth, and like like you, the way you told me to and everything, and like yeah, I like completely changed my yeah it's like, crazy bro because i was older and like let things i always loved legend and things legend's one of those records those b, like b-side records that i yeah. play out the whole the whole if, if you're reading this is too late it's all b-tracks bro it's all yeah B-tracks. yeah it was all like throwaway records which is crazy um energy had its moment um Fire. <laughs> <laughs> um let me pull let me pull up this checklist thing um so legend i've always loved legend 10 ba- energy and 10 bands playing those back-to-back at the club band, were, was very regular hundred bands fucking um, man. know yourself on, obviously bro. had its moment no telling i love um, i mean aside that's ricky, ricky ross, ross. Aubrey, the, the biggest, biggest boss here, here. Huh. come yeah. on man. that's tough that's uh tough. i still can't get myself to like madonna no, dude, trust me. I still can't get I was, like it. Shout out, yo, shout out Adam. Shout out Adam Kafif of Listen Up Clothing of Endeavor of Campus. That's my guy. It's one of my best friends in the world. I'm going to be spending next weekend at his spot or whatever in uh, New York, in Woodstock. But two years after that song came up, I called him and I had to apologize. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, yo, bro, I was just listening to Madonna. Oh, if you're reading this, it's too late. And I'm sorry. I literally apologized to him because he he loved that song off rip. I, I can't get to me. It's, he um, loved that song off rip. To me, what it reminds me of is uh, karaoke, where I never I didn't like karaoke for the first like three years, and now I like, love karaoke. So maybe eventually I get around to Madonna. Maybe, maybe. But, what what else is on there? Um, Preach with, uh, with PND, yeah. and then the PND's interlude right after, bro. Uh, yeah, Wednesday night interlude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, used to I really like. 
Um, six six man and six god. I never like six god was cool because of the beat. Six men like Lou Will, bro. Uh, I two girls with me and they cool. Come on, <laughs> I, bro. I, I, I don't That's know. crazy, it, man. And then six god was only cool because of the beat. Oh, so again, like if you're reading this, is too late. Is a very contextual album to me as well. That's why it means a lot. You know, shout out Adam again. But that was our anthem. I, I want to say like my freshman year of college. That must have been like his sophomore year or something like that. Yeah. Um, and me and him, we both were weren't in school for like sophomore semester. Like I couldn't afford to be in school that semester, and you know he just couldn't. He wasn't in school that semester either. And w that was just our album. Like we would literally just be like printing shirts or whatever. <clears throat> in like the listen up studio while just like looping that album that with like some mac miller or whatever so like when i think of that album bro i think of adam like i think about just sort of us being on that grind because we weren't able to be in school for that semester or whatever so it was just like yeah. it holds a lot of weight to me yeah this was because because i did like 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 the legend energy 10 bands know yourself no telling first five was crazy to me yeah but it was the middle that that, that really that, that killed like it for me star six seven bro star six seven's crazy like um, so so at this time um i was in New jungle York. no joke stop i said Come the middle on. i said the middle <laughs> i said the middle because it ends with company you in the six jungle and 6 p.m yeah fine jungle is i have my uh soft drake playlist that i stretch to yeah, jungle is <laughs> stretched you <laughs> is is very much in there that's crazy um but so i was in new york when this dropped uh i was in between schools living in new york for like seven eight months or something yeah and that's when this dropped. so i just remember like me being stupid in a peacoat all winter like <laughs> in on the train and the things i went i remember that the, the weekend is dropped i went to a hookah spot yeah and they were just playing the album top to bottom over and over this again. album or weekends uh uh the if you're reading this is too late yeah um and i'm into like just bumping it like that was cool um so that, that it reminds me of new york this album but i mean it's it's definitely uh moved through the ranks over the last few years um just like as i've gotten older and everything yeah um but it's i don't think it's it's still not top three for me though what's top three what's what's the third what what's the three actually because i don't even know if take care is on your three Oh no, one thousand percent. It's my number two. What's three? The uh, are we including so far gone? Yeah, sure. Oh, then so far gone's number three. So far gone. So, so far gone's good, but it's too raw. <gasps> it's too raw. Don't ever speak. <laughs> don't ever speak. <laughs> it's too so raw. It's like I under like oh. I, I would never. If somebody told me it's their number one, I'd understand. Yeah, like, I wouldn't be mad at it. But for me, it's just like there's still so much growth. Like ignorant shit is my favorite Wayne Drake song. Ransom is mine. Oh, fuck. I haven't heard Ransom. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, I forgot where I was. I was at... I used to, I used to listen to that on repeat. Yeah, like memorize the verses. Yeah. I'm a hog, gotta get along. We get along. Yeah. Um, I was at some... This is like uh, early COVID where I, I was still doing gigs here and there and I was doing like brunches and shit. And I randomly dropped Ransom. Like just because it's, like, it's like a B-side type vibe where it's like, like everyone's just eating and like I'm yeah. kind of in the background. And people were like, broke their necks and were like, this, this song, it. like, yeah. it just, like, took them back to, like, Yo, are you nine. doing any brunches anytime soon? At least <sighs> next month. Not now. I'm not brunching right now. Next month, I, I, dude, I used to be, like, three months in advance type. I know, and now, now I get, like, I know. Now I, it's, it's like, like, right now I have, like, a gig a week, but it's, like, not that far in advance anymore. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. I'll let you know. No, I, <laughs> if I can get to a snacks brunch, bro, I'm in there, bro. Give me sure. snacks, 100%. baby. Yeah. Bringing the whole squad with me. Love it. Um the thing about so far gone with me is like so what i think what makes drake so i guess 
iconic is the fact that he defined a sound, right? Him and mm-hmm. Forty, right? That filtered <coughs> shit, like sad boy, dark, and so far gone is literally only that yeah. for the most part. Yeah, and that being so, uh, you know, coming of age for me, defining for me, like it just takes me there. Yeah, and like because this dropped when I was in ninth grade. So Sounds like like like, right, like yeah. summer of eighth to ninth grade for me, <clears throat> mm-hmm. and so for me I was like oh my god you know first time talking to girls and blah 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 yeah, blah yeah. and like heartbreak and whatever and like hearing shit like like lust for life intro track Ooh. like that whole like that song takes you to a world yeah. that, that song takes you to another world for sure um, for sure and then um, that song like that whole like sound is so yay inspired though yeah it's so crazy they vary it away it's so crazy. Did, um, he even had that that remix of uh, "Say What's Real" for what's of, real. Uh, the "Say You Will" joint. Yeah. yeah, like that shit. Like I probably still know every word to that. Just like got my ex girl standing with my next girl standing with the girl that I'm fucking right now. now. Crazy, crazy. I remember crazy. being yeah. I remember, I I remember, I remember that shook. moment. Shook. I remember that moment. I remember that. Very moment. shook. Um, Noah um, Forty is on a Kevin Durant's podcast. If mm. you need it, you need to listen to it. It's yeah. like a two hour. Episode where yo Kevin Durant's on one lately, bro. I'm sorry, I know. he's injured again though. Yeah, I mean, it's a knees a I think? contusion. I think yeah. I saw, but I, I'm sorry to cut you off. It no, was crazy. Where it was just like they asked him. I don't remember what podcast it was. His top five teammates. He goes. <gasps> oh God. He goes. Kyrie. Kyrie yeah. James Harden, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Serge Ibaka. Oh, never says Russ. Never said Russ. But then they were just like, damn, you forgot Russ. And he came back and like fixed himself. But it's just nah, like, no, nah. only because they made it hot. <laughs> exactly. It's just like, they would, they, nobody would have said nothing, bro. And he would have been content with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's, mm, he's too slimy to me, bro. He's too They're slimy. falling out is just so bad, though. Like, it's it's on him, though. Like, oh, yeah, like, yeah. He's yeah. so pussy, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, he, but he's like, Top scorer, one of the top scorers ever, though. Oh, yeah. He's entertaining, bro. More tweets than points all time. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. But to me, that's fine, bro. Like, I'd be firing away tweets, too. Like, I'd have more tweets than points, too. If I was famous, I'm sure I would talk mad shit. 100%. And he'd be clapping back at people. (laughs) So, it's to me, it's, like, thoroughly entertaining. You think it's, like, sensitive, though? (laughs) Or you think, like, he has every right to, like, talk to critics or That's a good question. Do I I think Because I think about it, and I'm like... If someone's like, because I think on his like hot ones interview, he was like, if someone's gonna, he goes, if if someone was talking shit that like it just wasn't true, like like or like I can't prove, like if someone's like, oh like I don't know, like he can't fuck, like he fucks only ugly bitch or some some stuff like that, he's not gonna <laughs> respond. But he's like, but if someone talks on my game, like someone says I can't shoot and I know I can shoot, yeah, then that's when I'm gonna talk. And I was like, I think that's valid. <clears throat> no, I think it's valid too. Like I I don't think it's soft. I don't think it's. I think it's partially emotional, but then part of it is like he knows he's entertaining. <laughs> you know I mean, he knows he has a platform to sort of say what he wants. Yeah, you know, absolutely. But to to sort of like wrap up the whole Drake topic, I feel like my top three are definitely nothing was the same. Take care, no order. I I can't do orders no more. I'm too old for this. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> third one is tough. Like I want to say, if you're reading this, it's too late, just because of like the context of its sort of release and all that. So I, I'll say that. I'll say that as my third for sure. I, I have more life higher than most people, I think. I've been re-listening to more life lately. More life is fire. Dude. Do not disturb is one of the best outros he's ever dropped. Do not disturb is crazy. Just anytime he gets on like a verse where it's just like no chorus, just him and it's ripping. just like yeah, him yeah, yeah, yeah. 
just going through it he doesn't like he does that better than anybody yeah, absolutely you know what i mean absolutely. no question about it absolutely. i mean you have free smoke i mean you have the passion for georges georges into together crazy. into madiba rhythm like the four like four yeah, in a yeah, row that, that was also was that 2017 2018 20, i would say 2018 but i could be super wrong that was also like a fire 2017 like, that was like a fire like summer sort of wave too i feel yeah, like. no, so it's, yeah passion fruit to george's <clears throat> to georgia interlude to get together to medieval rhythm mm. to blam oh the blam is crazy blam, but yeah yeah i remember now that you you had sent me the leak of uh certified lover boy yeah, yeah, yeah. it didn't it didn't play for me so you, i you, i, I did think you actually hear it did you get to listen yeah, to it? yeah 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 um do you it, think it's like no actually it no oh uh so I mean, like, you can kind of tell off the leaks whether it's like sounds like it's gonna be an album. So yes, yes and no. Um, like it was kind of like Yandi. Like I got Yandi's leak too, yeah, and, I was, and I was like, "There's this is definitely not it." Yeah, like, no, for sure. There was a lot of bangers on it. Like for sure. um, Alien was cool. Um, fuck, what's New Body? New Holy shit, which New needs body. to come out like that, just yeah, as a single, it has yeah, to come that, out. Nikki needs to make yeah, it happen. Yeah, yeah. Um, but when I heard that, I was like. Cause, Cause the thing about Drake is like he does throwaway albums. Yeah. So like, it could be. Yeah. You know what I mean? It could be another. If you're reading this too late, where it's like, oh shit, this is Loki. Like some of his best work. You know. Yeah. I think back to like dark demo tapes or whatever the hell it's called. That's so bad, man. Thing I is, the thing is though is, I think it's what a lot of people needed at the time though, being mid pandemic. Who the fuck needed that? Listen, listen what I'm saying. <laughs> listen what I'm saying. Because that just made me more the, depressed. At the same time, the baby dropped his record. And it was all the baby, like the baby type stuff, where it was hype, yeah. party, club, outside, and it was horrible because we're all inside in a pandemic, scared and <laughs> not knowing. And then, but to me, like Drake drop drops tapes, and like I was like, this is the vibe I'm on. Yeah, and like, and it was our introducing to uh, Giveon. Yo, like, those, those two tracks. Like, uh, was it say when, and then what's the other one? Chicago freestyle. Chicago freestyle. I remember watching the video to those. I love them. The, man. So the, uh, the his marketing like, rollout for that was actually super fire. Yeah, it was really opinion. good. Yeah, I was really into it. That's what I mean. Like, I think it was. I think it's one of those. Um, I mean, it's so. It's gonna be solo on everyone's list for a while. It might be one of those things that we look back and we're like, oh shit, like, like I look at it, I'm like, that's something that we needed. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? To, I, I'll revisit it. Yeah. I'll revisit it. Like I had you revisit. Um, if you're reading mm -hmm. this. Also, um, the Cardi joint I actually liked way more than most people did. The the what's it called? It's a pain Red? pain nineteen pain pain nineteen ninety three. Oh the oh that 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 track. I thought you were talking about his album. Nah, that was garbage. <laughs> <laughs> that was garbage. No, nah, like because I, I I'm not a big Playboy Cardi fan at all. Me neither. And and I'm, my homie is, and he's like, no, like it's not really about the lyrics. Obviously, it's just like the vibe that he makes you feel by like the sounds he makes. Which yeah. I was like, that's a cop out, but whatever. <laughs> and then I listened to Pain nineteen ninety three in my car, and I was like, I actually kind of. I'm starting to get it because yeah. like I'll revisit I'll like, revisit for sure yeah yeah it, it was dope um <laughs> I do want to get a little Ross moment before we wrap up um because I do agree that Rick Ross is probably one of the most underrated hip-hop artists like ever yeah he like I said he's in my top five it's not a question just in terms of this when he raps bro and you were you were on my live like last week or the week before yeah. it was just like I had Rick Ross just playing bro and people were hitting me after it was just like that was like the best music choice you could have done. Like mm. when I when I hear Rick Ross, bro, it, it sounds like wealth. Yes. You know what I mean? Like Rick Ross yeah. is like to me when I think wealth, when I think sort of like drive, when I anything good, bro, I think Rick Ross, man. That's mm. my guy, bro. Yeah, I, I think, fucking love Ross. But but do you like like does he have any classic albums? Yeah. 
Port of Miami one. I Port think you can you can make an argument for Port of Miami two. Uh, Mastermind for sure. Um, what's that one album? It has that that uh, Drake and Big Sean track on it. A Drake and Big Sean track on it. All I wanted was a hundred fifty nine and a band. Uh, um, oh man, I gotta look it up, bro. I'm fucking sorry. um. Sa- that sounds like Sanctified, but that's that's it's Sanctified. Is that on Mastermind? Oh okay. Let me pull up his discography. I thought yeah, Ye- produced it right. Teflon like Don, bro, are you serious? Yeah, Teflon Don was crazy. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, that is a Ye production. Right, just like. Yeah. Nah, Ross is one of those artists, bro, where it's just like, and I heard Pusha T talk about this. I think it was on the Joe Budden podcast a couple years ago where <clears throat> you can, um, you'll send him a song and he'll send it to you back and you don't even re-listen to it. Like, you just know it's done. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, well, he's like feature animal. Absolutely feature Oh, dude, animal. so underrated in that regard. Mm-hmm. But just like, he's one of those people where it's just like his voice sort of commands so much like attention. Absolutely. You know? Do you think he wrote his devil, Devils in a New Dress verse? Oh, 100 percent that's my fi- that's my favorite song of all time oh i mean that's my favorite song that's ever great choice yeah you know like great just, choice you know i was telling it's a, it's shorty this perfect it's perfect like, song it, it literally is just like <clears throat> the perfect song you know what i mean just in the terms of the beat and then just like when he comes in right after like the guitar, the guitar solo, solo. I was tough, like, like when, when I get, I get married, married, when I get when married, I get married, 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 that guitar, guitar solo is what I'm looking for. I love it. You know what I mean? That's fire. That's so far. That's so far. You know, getting Tupac money twice over. Oh, come on. <laughs> Who says shit like that, bro? Yeah, yeah. Who says shit like yeah, that, his, man? It, I mean, that whole that whole song is, is yeah. filled with riddled with uh, crazy lines. Um, but I yeah, I mean, jerk. She said, "You are what you eat." eat. Come yeah. on, man. It's just, that, that's classic, yeah, man. That's classic. Love it. Classic. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, did you see uh, Ross and Two Changes versus battle? I didn't, man, bro. You you can probably find it on replay, like on on some YouTube, that, yeah, like, someone that recorded. It. It's long, it. like don't get me wrong, it's fucking long yeah, as fuck. Yeah. But I mean, they both got, but two chains, two chains got eaten alive. Yeah, for sure. Like I thought it would be a little bit closer, and I was just, it was just one of those things where I was like, oh my god, like, like it for me, it was like a Ross is really like so fucking underrated. Like yeah, hundred percent. Just like he was just like again, fe- excuse me, features alone. I was just like, oh my god, he's. Bodying two chains, yeah. like two not, ch- that's just features, bro. Yeah, he has classics of his own. Too, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean? I mean, I'm just like on his uh, this is Rick Ross Spotify joint, which is they pretty much compile like the top fifty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was playing on the the live. Mm-hmm. Just like yeah, whatever. gold, ro- gold roses, money in the grave, hustling, which is bro, obvious. blowing money fast, <sighs> hustling like you. Well, said. his Lex Luger run was like legendary, oh, crazy. Yeah, yeah, crazy. Uh, he's just like this scheming. big. Fl- oh my god. St- uh, Aston Martin music. Well, and that's the beautiful thing about Ross is because he can do Lex Luger type shit. Yeah. And like, like MC Hammer, like shit like that. But then because at the end of the, do- at the end of the day, his voice is like, like buttery. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Where like, it sounds <laughs> that's like as weird as it sounds, that makes, you know what I'm saying? Sense. Like, so yeah, where yeah. you can do turn and turn around and do like Aston Martin music has those roads, like the yeah. ding, like those really soft keys mm-hmm. that like 
Like you could take the drums out, have only the keys and Rick Ross's voice on it, and it'll be fire. It'll still be crazy. You know what I mean, yeah, Bugatti. I'm a boss. I forgot he features. did Bugatti. I'm a boss. Like when you think boss, bro, you think Rick Ross. You know what I mean? And then there's a record like Here I Am, mm-hmm. crazy summer record. Uh, like, Not, it's like just, we like we. I'm playing Rick Ross with the windows rolled down, sunroof rolled down, all summer, bro. Yeah. All summer, you can, out loud. You can like just get away with yeah, just that playlist. Like it's yeah. great. the boss is like one of my favorite songs. <laughs> he, of all time. He's literally the boss, bro. Like he branded himself as the boss. Yeah, you feel me? So it's just like he just commands so much respect in hip hop circles. Like yeah, I was just looking at this video the other day of him with like fucking, excuse me, him with like Ric Flair. You know what I mean? That's dope. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah, that's just ill. Yeah, yeah, just legendary boss shit. Mm-hmm. Like. Like to pull up with Ric Flair, that's crazy. Like nobody does that. That's not that's not regular. Yeah. You feel me? Like yeah. he doesn't do anything regular. And, you know, just sort of when he's spitting on tracks, bro, it's just like I don't I feel encouraged, bro. Like straight up, like I wanna be that wealthy personally. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm yeah. not sure if I would be as exuberant as him per se, but it's just like I still fuck with it. You know, yeah, the, just like the, the vibe, optics the energy. of it for sure. Yeah, 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 100%, yeah. 100%. yeah. yeah. And, and he did that always from jump, like with the cigars and yeah. the cars, the, May, just, the Maybach music. Yeah, like, like you, that's I have a white Mercedes named Ricky, bro. Like, that's <laughs> enough, bro. You feel me? That's fire. Um, man, but this is always good conversation with you. Always, and, man. And, and it's that's why. A pleasure, my G. That's like, you know, we've had quote unquote, like, uh, like celebrity guests or you know whatever yeah, yeah. big followings and stuff like that people like but I, I do trust that we would always have a good genuine yeah, conversation yeah appreciate that you would, trusting uh, the, the little people in the world <laughs> <laughs> no nah, man it's like you're always welcome and um you know always great insight from friend you. of the pod bro friend always pod, yeah absolutely sure. is there anything that you want to shout out plug uh put your gram out anything camera no so <laughs> um uh yeah shout out arabs against oppression that's the uh non-profit that i'm the chair of uh I, part of essentially not the chair but i'm on the chair of it um you know we're doing a lot of great work and we are looking for donations as a non-profit and just sort of to get the ball rolling with our projects and what like we're trying to do um so any donation helps you know whether it be five dollars ten dollars hundred dollars two hundred fifty dollars a thousand dollars empty your pockets man anything <laughs> you can give because at the end of the day we are a boston-based community we're excuse me boston-based group and we're trying to serve the community as best as we can so yeah, that's uh that's my only plug. Uh shout out. I can't even think of anybody to shout out right now, but <laughs> shout out to anybody who I love. If you, if you if I love you, you know I love you. Let's just say that for sure. Absolutely. And uh you be a huge pleasure. Pleasure uh, all mine, man. And as always, follow uh at Dope Entertainment Official, follow the podcast at But I Know the DJ, follow your host at Gimme Snacks, and we'll talk to you next week. Take it easy. At Ubes.